Hey, what's up, guys? You can follow the podcast on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube by looking up the Cool Kids Table Podcast and on Twitter, the Cool Kids Pod. Some pretty cool news this week. Um, just got added to the iHeartRadio app, the Radio.com app, and the Radio Public app. So those are three different ventures. Not ventures, I guess, but three different destinations where you can find us. It makes it easier. You know, a lot of people said they had a few issues with some of the sites or the apps they were using. So there it's cool because it's, it's like as soon as I publish, they're there. So there's no waiting around for a few hours or whatever the case is. So that's pretty cool. Um, that being said, okay, and the website, uh, the website for the podcast is thecoolkidstablepodcast.com. Okay, my guest today is my fantasy sports rival. I'm glad he joined that football league I'm in because it gives me another opportunity to beat him. Um, great dad, great husband, great person. One of my dearest friends. I've known this guy since seventh grade. We lose touch from time to time for a few months, for a few years, and then when we see each other, when we communicate, we pick up right where we left off. I mean, we always trash talk during fantasy sports season, so it's not like we lose touch-touch, but, you know, might not see him for a while. This guy that introduced me to the game of golf became a big part of my life for a while, so, that, you know, I had to thank him for that. Um, great dude. One of fucking, even though we don't see eye-to-eye on everything, we're very similar, like, in a lot of ways, you know? And so it's kind of cool to have conflicting views. You know, you get the other person's side of view, and I'm not trying to change his mind, and I know he's not trying to change my mind. We're just having a discussion, and that's one thing I love about him. He's very open-minded, willing to hear you out, willing to listen, as well as, you know, give you his side. And it's very cool. It does get a little real at the end, like a little too real even for me. I'm like, damn, this shit, this shit was real. But it was nice because, you know, that's my dog, and that's somebody that I could talk to like that, get into those subjects that, you know, kind of people are like, uh I don't really like talking like that. I don't like having those conversations. But, you know, that's one of the things about this project. It's with those people, I'm willing to go that extra little further, share those stories that I'm not, I don't think I've shared some of these stories with some people just because, you know, then I don't know. It's kind of weird now throwing it out there and letting everybody listen to it. But it's just, you know, that's that was good to be expected when I started this project. But, man, he, I'm very comfortable with him. So right off the bat, you'll see, like, our chemistry and known this guy since seventh grade so that's like 20 something years now i think so it's like it's all love man love this guy it's a great episode hope you enjoy Hello and welcome to the Cool Kids Table Podcast. My guest today is Ozzy Mork. Ozzy, what's up? What's up, Hector? Thanks for coming. I know it's super late, but... No, man. Thank you for having me. Thank you for feeding me. Oh, yeah. For sure. How do you like the beers? Uh, they're good. Surprisingly good. Very strong, and I'm already feeling it for some reason. That's so. nice. Yeah, I was surprised you said you never had an IPA. Yeah. 
Actually, I'm, I was lying because I did have one before, which was the one that the other one you brought. Lagunitas so. IPA. Yeah, yeah. So. I just did a little. You know, I didn't want to overdo it, so I was like, I'll grab a couple of different ones, see what he likes. I'm glad you're enjoying it. I was talking to your kids. Oh, They're yeah. awesome, man. They're you wild. got three boys and one girl. Girl came last for the listeners. How is that different? Oh, how is it different? Very, very different. So. The boys are the boys, you know, you can be like rough with them and, you know, throw them across the living room, throw them on the couch and they're fine and they're boys, they're rough, but the girl's just like super precious little flower that you just got to carry around and it's just different, 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 different. So, I don't know, they're just... That's awesome, man. I got a little girl myself, so yeah, I, I, I know that feeling. They need a lot of attention, so... Yeah. Yeah, she has me wrapped around her finger That's for beautiful, sure. That's beautiful, yeah. Same. She, she's the boss, for sure. Of the, Even the boys. Like, she'll boss them around. Uh, EJ, middle child. So, Eli. Eli's my oldest. EJ's the middle child. Uh, Ethan is my baby boy. And then Al, Eliana, is the baby. So, her favorite's EJ, which is her knight in shining armor. So, anything she needs, she'll be like, EJ, EJ. She wants strawberries, so he'll go cut them up for her. Gets her, gets her off the bed in the morning, gets her some cereal in the morning. That's like, that's, that's, her, a, that's her big brother. That's awesome, that he's man. Gonna, he's going to protect her for sure. That's cool. And I mean, I saw, I saw, um, he's on the All-Star team. How's that? Like, what you, you were telling me, you wake up, you, well, you have to be at the park at 8 a.m. So, like, no days off, right? Mm, yeah, no, not right now. So, we just finished the regular season, which didn't go our way so that was like the first year that like during where i've been coaching you know we had the best team probably the best team i've ever had talent wise but they just didn't come together there's no consistency there's no camaraderie they're just everyone was out for themselves so that was rough but then we just went into all-stars three weeks ago so that this past weekend was the third tournament and uh kind of the same thing really talented kids they're getting along, which is good, but just no leadership yet. So, like, I pulled three aside the other day, and I said, hey, who do you guys think are the leaders are of the team? And uh, they just looked at each other, and they're all giggling because they're 10 years old. And then they're all, us? And I'm like, that's right. I'm like, so if you guys mess around, what's going to happen? They're all, they're going to mess around? I'm like, all right, so if you guys start taking it serious and want to win, what are they going to want to do? Like, how are they going to react to you? And they're all, I don't know. And then so I was just like, no, they're going to want to win. You guys need to step up as leaders. Like moving forward, you guys need to lead your team, lead by example. I'm like, and we're going to start winning. Like because we've lost a couple games, like close games. They just don't know how to come together and battle back. Like they'll get down and they're down and that's it. They lose. There's no fight. So trying to work with them on that. But on this team, I'm just like an assistant coach. Like I've been a the main manager before. With a shout out to Rudy and Roy. Uh, they're my assistant coaches. So, you know, that takes a lot of commitment, especially for Rudy. Like, he helps out with uh, his nieces and his uh, goddaughter, and he was also helping us out. So, so like, two teams. Two teams, oh. yeah. And he didn't even have a kid in, in our team, and he would make it there. So, yeah, Rudy, just super solid dude. Roy would make it out there too and just help us out when I was a manager. Um, but yeah, getting sidetracked off that. The goal, um, their tangents, man. Just yeah. go, go on them, go on them. <laughs> yeah, so, um, yeah, no, I'm just super appreciated that when they were there. 
because I know how hard it is, like, you know, when you're a manager. And now that I'm an assistant coach, you know, I try to be the right-hand man and, you know, help him out with whatever. And, like, we're talking. Uh, the Bra- I'm wearing a Braves hat right now. Woo-woo. That was for Hector. Uh, I'm a Dodger fan, as everyone knows. Uh, but, yeah, no, Eli's been on the, the Braves because uh, his coach, Coach John, uh, he's a Braves fan. Uh, and uh, he, he's been the main manager and I've been the assistant manager. But, you know... I know what it takes to be a manager, so then that's why I try to come in and help as much as I can as an assistant. But I'm, I'm a different kind of coach than than he is. Yeah, so like Wilson, like yeah, yeah. Wilson's probably like the greatest coach ever. But uh, yeah, so I, I bring the more inspirational, rah rah, get the best out of the kids, you know, inspire them. And then Coach John is just more discipline. Yeah, discipline. Stop messing around. You know, keeps them in line, which is a good balance. Ying to the yang. Yeah, yeah. So we make a good team. Um, he's also on. His son is on the All Stars as well. Uh, so he's on the the coaching staff. There's five of us. Uh, but yeah, so I just pull those kids aside and tell them, hey, this is what it takes to be a leader. This is what's gonna make the team go. So what kind of sucks is they're only together for the All Stars and that's it. Oh, so it's like the dream team, but only for yeah the Olympics. Yeah, so which is way different from Little League, like All Stars, like you know. I'm on Eastern, me and Ernie, and the other Ernie, Robert Ramirez, you know, we're there, and, you know, they would make the off their way better than I was, so I came super late, but, you know, in Little League, you just play TOC. Right there, perfect. All right, you play TOC or All-Stars, and then you're done. Like here, we play three three tournaments, which is like travel ball tournaments, pretty much All-Star tournaments, quote-unquote, and then you have regionals, so that's pretty much what you're prepping for. So just super, super crazy, different. All the tournaments are just like both days. Memorial Day weekend is a three-day tournament. So nonstop. That's awesome. And as an outsider looking in, do you think, uh, not ego, but do you think that starts to come into play? You know, you say they don't really take it as serious. You know, it's like you said they were looking out for themselves. You think it's finally being like, oh, well, I'm the good one. I don't really got to put that much effort because, you know, you guys are trying to get to my level. Uh, or is it too young just to... I, I, they're just kids. They're not, yeah. And, and we, we got to teach them. That's yeah. what coaches do, so... They're probably not too happy about being up that early on a weekend. Yeah. No, either, they just do what their parents tell them to do at this point, but... Like, no, just thinking that, like, of a younger mentality, like... The first time I ever heard the word adversity was from Wilson. Yeah. So I was just like, adversity? He's like, yeah, when you get punched in the mouth, like, what are you going to do? Like, how are you going to react? Are you going to fold and... You know, pack it up and give up, or are you gonna fight back? You guys gonna pull together, cheer for each other, like come back. So it's kind of that. You got you got to start giving them like the tools and and everything at an earlier age, so that way when they get to high school, it's like, dude, these kids are prepared. They've already been through it. So now, come high school, they're really gonna shine. To you know, they're not gonna make the pros right now. Right now, really, all you're preparing them is for high school. Hopefully know the basic fundamentals. Yeah, yeah. So it's no situational one. baseball. I was a 10U World Series champ. There's there's like 50, 60, 100 people that can say that, but it doesn't matter. They're going to find out what you did in high school, what you did in college. So you're just getting them prepared for, for high school. So just kind of teaching them that, getting them advanced. So that way when they're – they already know what to do. They already know each other. Like all these kids, so – we're at Charter Oak, Pony. Most of those kids are going to stay together. 
So they're either gonna, some are going to go to Northview, some are going to go to Charter Oak. Most likely Charter Oak because it's right across the street. So, like, if we build a foundation now, like, imagine how good they're going to be. Yeah. Like, because Travel Ball here is, like, pff, legit. Like, uh, Peter Lambert, San Dimas, made his Major League debut. Did I send you? No. 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 He's from San Dimas, 22-year-old kid, just graduated 2015. Uh, made his Major League debut on Thursday against the Cubs. Uh, first win, first major league hit, uh, 10Ks, I think one walk. So Damn. 22 years old, from San Dimas, down the street. So it's it's legit. It's doable. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The dream is there. Well, here, I mean, for my son, I don't know. Well, I was talking about that today with Erica. But, um, yeah, no, there's a lot of talent, like, around here. Orange County, like, pff, those travel ball programs are, like, just other level kids, like, we went to a tournament in Fountain Valley, and you know we have a good, we have a small, scrappy team, which is very familiar. That it, this team reminds me of like us, like we're just a small team that does the little things right. Right now, they're just making a ton of mistakes and beating themselves. So once they clean that up, they're going to be good. But uh, they're playing against travel ball teams like Tustin, in which we did really good. I think we lost like seven to four, which was a really good game. But there's kids in like center field making diving catches. Like just legit old. kids, yeah, as big as you and I at nine and ten years old. So like, but competing, getting them ready for high school again—that's that's where it's gonna really count. But yeah, dude, it's just it's crazy. Like SGV Arsenal, uh, there's a bunch of travel ball around here in that SGV Arsenal program. A lot of the kids go to South Hills, and we, a lot of kids get drafted from South Hills. Uh, that's where the Giambis went. Jeremy and Jason Giambi yeah, came yeah, out of yeah. Uh, there's another kid from Almani, actually, but he played out here and he got drafted. I can't remember his name, but he got drafted by the Dodgers. He's a shortstop. So uh, I think he's related to the Cabreras, remember Danielle and Chazelle? Because yeah, her son plays at the park as well. So I think I think they're related. I think it's like their cousin or something, but it's pretty cool. Like, yeah, it's very attainable, especially like around here. Not saying it's not attainable anywhere else, but like it's big time. The foundation is there. So the commitment is here. So you got to teach them now to get them there, to get them to the next level, to hopefully. I mean, they have a bunch of kids that go to college. Like for me, like that would be the ultimate goal. Like my kids all need to go to college. So if this is going to be like the avenue to take, then so be it. And do something they love. Yeah. So if it's golf, go get a golf scholarship, whatever. I don't care. But yeah, so like Eli likes baseball right now. So. He's doing good. If that's what he wants to do, and if he can go to college, I'll be happy. Like, doesn't even need to be a big school. I mean, as long as he has fun and can play and gets his degree, and he'll be good. That's good. And uh, you're selling that at such a young age for him so that he knows the plan. You know, like, okay, plans change, but, like, okay, you're going to be playing baseball. You're going to be doing this. Oh, this yeah. is all part of the bigger picture yeah, absolutely. for you to go to college. Yeah, uh, yeah. I- I think he's awake. Like, if you were to ask him right now, tell him, hey, where are you, where are you going to college? He'll give you his top five. Nice. So, he says he's going to play baseball at USC. So, that's that's the number one, apparently. Um, he said, if not, UCLA, a good backup school. Mm-hmm. So, not they were never, They were ranked number one in the nation this year. Yeah. They just lost to Michigan, but, I mean, uh, ranked one in the nation. And then Fullerton. That's uh, a badass Long school. Beach. Badass school. And Mount Sac, just because he knows Mount Sac. I have I know one of the players that plays there, and he's pretty good, too. Yeah, so I was just like, hey. It, so he has a plan, man. Yeah, he has a plan. He's freaking, he just won the election for vice president. 
So he's following in the the Mork tradition. I remember that. Yeah, I was I was president of Maxon in sixth grade. I was the president of Crans. I remember that. I, was, I didn't go to. I was like, I thought oh, it was Crans. Hold yeah. on, let, let me go back. Shout out to Melinda Hernandez, co-president and Maxon. So, don't want to take all the the glory. She, <laughs> she was, I didn't technically win it all, but I won like half of it. So we're both co-presidents. But yeah, he's he's a good kid. He has a lot of integrity. Just super sharp kid. I don't know. Mental toughness is might not be there right now, but hopefully it's a work in progress. It. Yeah, it's a work in progress. Like. Life will, you know, hopefully yeah, not too I, tough, but life is tough sometimes, and he'll, you got to overcome it. Some things you got to do alone, you know. Mom and dad won't be there. Brothers won't be there. Yeah. You got to, you know. Yeah. It sucks to say, because I know if you're telling me that about my daughter, I'd be like, dude, don't tell me that. Like, yeah. my little princess? No. <laughs> but it's part of life. We're all going to go through struggles yeah. at a different times, but. Yeah. It was, it, I hope it's different, but, yeah, like like how we grew up to how we want our kids to yeah, grow up. exactly. But yeah, have that same tough mentality and yeah. be as tough as we, like, it's not. There's a trade-off. It's not going to yeah. happen. Like you, you're trying to give them everything that you didn't have, and not necessarily give them, but teach them so they can be more advanced and make less mistakes. But then also, they learn for those mistakes. They get tougher for those mistakes. Yeah. You know, it's, and it's it makes a, them mentally tougher. So it's a trade-off, like you said. Yeah. You gotta obviously we all want what's best for our children, but at the same time, like like the thing that people are saying now, like all these kids are book smart, but they're not street smart. And you're like. You want your kid to be street smart. You don't want them to go somewhere and be like mugged or whatever. Just assess the situation, you know. We were just talking about this on the weekend. Me and a friend of mine, how like we were socially aware. Like, dude, these guys look shady. Like, just keep your eye out. And sure enough, like they were like just looking around the cars and everything. And they were like, dude, see, how did you guys know? Like, you could sense it. I could see him. Like, because I've seen people like that my whole life. So I know yeah. to be prepared. And it's something that everybody else was. Like, I would have never suspected that. And I was like, I don't know. I just me and my homie picked it off right off the, like, yeah. sense well, state. It just depends where you're from, where you're not going to, you don't know that type of character yet. Yeah. So, like, I don't know. I hope Eli develops it. But he's pretty smart. I I don't know. He's he's very aware of his That's surroundings. Good. And yeah. I, I let him know. Like, I, I try not to filter it because it's, it's an ugly world. Like, it's not butterflies and bumblebees and, you know, everyone has the same opportunities like that's i I give it to him straight out like hey you know i didn't have this growing up a lot of people didn't have this growing up and you know you have the opportunity to to succeed because you have this like you know you have a jump start on a lot of people out there like and there's other people that don't even get to go to school so i just try to constantly remind him that so he gets it so he understands that's good and and he's even though he's still young you know obviously he's a kid he's not even a teenager yet he's a kid like he, you're already telling me telling me these things because in time he'll, you know, I'm not gonna tell you how to be a dad, and I don't know, I don't think people will tell me how to be a dad, but you just kind of figure stuff out on your own and be like, all right, he's ten, okay, what what would have worked on me at ten or at eleven or whatever it is, you know, because yeah, then high school is a whole different, you know, when me and you went to high school yeah, was is, yeah. 2006, like he, you could tell him a story, be like, dude, what the dad, you don't know nothing, yeah. you know, we're the old men now. Yeah, yeah that, no. you, that was in your day. Like, you don't know what's going on. Yeah, like, touching on that, like, he wants a phone. He's 10 years old. What do we do that 10-year-old? Like <laughs> Playing uh, freeze tag, uh, water balloon fight. Yeah. yeah, just freaking scraping my knee, falling, riding with no helmet. Like, who cares? Freaking rolling in the riverbed to Pico Rivera to go acquire golf balls from the riverbed. Um, but, yeah, like, he just... I, he t- he'll ask me like dad when did you get your first cell phone I'm like 
like junior year, freaking flip phone, boost mobile. You typed in your four digit and chirped and can hit up people from anywhere. And he's over here. Oh, I think I want a phone already. He's all my friends have phones and they play Fortnite on it. Don't even get me started on Fortnite, freaking. But anyways, um, yeah, he wants a phone. I'm like, dude, like, you don't need it for what? We're here all the time. I'm like, you don't need to talk to anyone else. Yeah, like, I I got my different. first phone at senior year. Uh, Virgin Mobile, the, the crappiest of the crappy, like, and I was so happy. I was like, fucking, and it, at the time, I, looking back now, I didn't need it. Yeah. Like, for what? But the thing was, like, everybody's getting a phone, so I was working, so I'll buy myself a phone. And, you know, people tell me, like, what age would you give your kid a phone? Like, I don't know, because I'm not there yet, you know. Yeah. Like you said, my daughter, my daughter is about to be four in a few months, so she's nowhere near having a phone. Yeah. But say she starts asking me like eight or nine, I'd be like, no, that's too young. But if she's like at fifteen, I'd be like, well, I get it now. It's a part of life. But what do you need it for? And then she's like, oh, so you could call you for a ride or whatever. Like, there's no more payphones, yeah. you know. So it's not like I remember my mom be like, no, you don't need one. You have quarters. Use a payphone. And so I would call them on the payphone. <laughs> but now they can't use that. So I see both sides of it. And then the whole all my friends have it. You know, it's That's like the, it's it like is. the new shoes, you know, like that. I want Nikes. Like me, it's the same thing. That well, I want Nikes. All my friends have Nikes except me. Yeah. I got the fucking LA gear, and he's like, he does everything he can to get you those Nikes. So now it's like, do we got to do everything we can to get them that cell phone? Like, I don't know. <laughs> I'm not yeah. there yet. Yeah, I don't know. It's just, I don't know. Parent parent life is just different. Like I don't, I don't know. I just wing it. That's pretty much like i have freaking four kids like i didn't have a dad growing up like a lot of the examples that i learned of how to be a parent are from like other people's dads so like i i was Tarek. i'm like dude i was like you had a good childhood and she's like no it's all right i'm like dude like my mom had to work it was just me my brother alan my brother mario had his son like at 15 16 so he moved out so it was just like no one's home i didn't want to be home so i just you know i'd be at timmy chu's house Timmy Chu, no Timmy Chu. He went to Crans, I think, for a little yeah, bit. So but he, he, so. We went to Maxon together, so I'd be at his house. Roy in like, like third grade, I would be at his house already. So I just remember seeing his dad and like, all right, that's what it is to be a dad. Like you know, he works, and you know, he brings home. He's not home that often, but you know, he works and then he comes home. Like cool, all right, you know, he's a provider type of dad. So like. You know, no dad is perfect, but, like, I just got little bits of everyone. So, who's out? Like, uh, when we were in high school, like, Jamie Moreno's dad. Like, dude, like, he was just, like, part of the school board, and he was involved. He was, like, her coach, I think. So, like, I got some of it from, like, him just being there, like, being present, which I think is probably, like, the most important part. Like, on social media, I see a lot of... um, like people we went to school with like so everyone's yeah being yeah. dad so i love it so you know yeah. if you think you're over the top posting your kids keep fucking posting them because i love it like i've been there and you know you see those milestones and you might think people don't care but like no it's like the parent you, the peers that you have are also parents so like post it like oh i post too much about my kids like I playing like baseball no post it all i'm gonna like that shit uh like Richard Munoz, his son, he was he was older than us. He was a wrestler. His son's really good at football. So, like, I love seeing his posts. I love seeing about baseball, other sports, life lessons. Uh, JC, like, uh, his son wrestles right here. Is it right here? For the, yeah, the grapplers. Juan Partida's son, he also wrestles. Like, I love seeing that. Like, yeah. I'll, 
I like the shit out of your pictures, dude. And I remember, like, I'm talking eight, nine years ago. I don't know why. I I guess I didn't really, like, assess it, you know. I just, I would never thought, like, oh, you text other people. Because I, I would, you know, I would tell my dad happy Father's Day, whatever, to go out to dinner. But I remember it was, like, a, it, well, it's always on a Sunday. And I just text you, hey, man, happy Father's Day. You're like, thank you. Thank you. Like, it's a thankless job, but I wouldn't trade it for the world. And I just remember, I remember distinctly, because I was like, well, you're doing a hell of a job, man. Like, you're doing a hell of a And you still are. But I just remember, like, you told me, like, this day is not even about me. It's about them. They're yeah. the ones that made me a dad. And that's how I feel about them now. Because I see a few people post pictures of themselves, like, oh, my father's ate dinner. And I'm like, what the fuck, dude? I, I tell my daughter, like, what do you want to do? For? And she's like, I want to go to the movies. Like, we're going to the movies. Watch another movie I don't like. But it's because of you that I'm a dad. So I'm going to do whatever I can to make you happy. Even on, quote, unquote, the day that's for me. I'm still like, dude, I give a fuck with Father's Day. Like, if I can spend yeah. it with her, that's, that's all the Father's Day need, love I need. Want. Yeah. That's all they want. Like, and then I learned this. I also learned, like, I also learned what not to be. By looking at other people, like being a father, because uh, I worked, I just had Eli. We had Eli young, so I was twenty. I just turned twenty-one. And then I came back from Arizona. Uh, I came back from motorcycle mechanic school, and that didn't work out. Fuck it. Sometimes stuff doesn't work out in life. Whatever. Just keep rolling. Um, Mental toughness. You yeah. keep going. You keep yeah, going. Yeah, it is what it is. So that's probably like one of the things I always say in quotes. Again, we'll, we'll come back to that, but. Uh, that's like one of the questions. Just it is what it is. What are you gonna do? Cry about it? You can't dwell on the past. It's over. And I tell the kids that, and we learned that from Wilson. So yeah. it is what it is. Uh, I came back and I was. Uh, I went into the motorcycle industry, and, uh, and then I parlayed that into you know uh, insuring motorcycles, and I got to insurance business in uh, Brits Mega Mall. Uh, I'd be there like a lot of the time, and so for me, I was thinking like, hey, I want to give my son everything I didn't have. Like, but, like, working there, I saw the GM, I, I, Steve K, but I don't know his last name. It's like Korniowski, whatever. Uh, his son was a really good baseball player. And his son would call him to tell him how he did in in his games, which is cool. Like, this dude makes money, but he's never home. Like, he's not seen him hit Like, the son would call him, hey, Dad, I hit a home run. Like, I remember, like, listening to, like, the phone call. He'd put him on speaker. Oh, yeah, that's great, son. But I was just like, dude, like, that's when it, like, hit me. Like, I don't want to be that. Like, yeah. they don't give a shit. Like, oh, cool. Like, you bought me the most expensive bat. But, like, are you going to see me use it? Are you going to see me hit a home run? Like, that shit don't matter. So, like, that. after that, I was just like, dude, I just, I'm like, I can't do this. Like, I'm not going to work at the Steeler or a job where I'm working half a day and missing my son. Luckily, he was little. So, he didn't start school yet. So, that's why I jumped from to state farm something more established but um yeah like when i see people post stuff like on social media like i'll reach out i'm like hey dude you're doing a good job like compliments go a long way same same like because we don't do it yeah like especially as men yeah like like we it's not ego but i you know i i tell the homies like dude you're fucking you know i have a lot of gangster homies like gangster and me and ernie talked about this like some of those dudes are the best fucking dads oh yeah because they're out there doing whatever they got to do for the oh, fucking yeah. kid. Be it legal or illegal, it doesn't matter. They're doing what they got to do for their kids. And I'm like, dude, fucking love it. Like, hey, and they were like, hey, thanks, Pedro. You know, like, yeah. means a lot. Because it's the same thing, you know. I'll post a picture of my daughter and people will be like, hey, man, you're fucking killing it. I'm like, like you said, I'm just winging it, man. I'm doing yeah. what I can. I'm doing my best. <laughs> but our best isn't always 
good enough. You feel me? Sometimes yeah. it is. We all make mistakes. You know, I've, I've messed up. I've, I've never yelled at my daughter, but one time I was like, babe, she broke my laptop. And I was like, baby, what are you? And I was just like, it's okay. Like, I'll buy you, you know, like, I'll buy you a new one. And I was like, it's, at the end of the day, it's my fault. It yeah. shouldn't have been somewhere where she, she could have gotten it. But I just kind of, and she started crying just because I, I didn't, I, have, I was at a loss for words. Yeah. And so she's like crying and crying. And so now that I have a new laptop, whatever, whatever, she, she won't go near it. You know, don't be like, baby, it's not your fault. It's okay. Like, and she's like, I broke your last one. Like, I, I don't want to do it again. I'm like, yeah. baby, like, I, I have a new laptop. Yeah. I, like, as long as I have you, it's break okay. This, like, yeah, it's go okay. Ahead. And I, that always dwells on me, you know, because I just remember, like, at this age, she's too young still, you know, she's about to be four. And she tells me, like, I, I don't want to go near the laptop, you know, because there's a whole paint. I think I was telling you about the paint program. It's a touchscreen. Yeah. So she paints on it, and then, like, she'll be like, put it away. I don't want to break it. I'm like, baby, have fun. Like, draw. It's draw okay. whatever. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah. And so it's like, I make mistakes, too. I'm trying to do my best. But if I could share a quick story, I will, like you said, you learn from other people doing a shit job. Uh, I was working in Norco for a bit, right? And... I was working 14, 16 hours. So I was just work home, work home, work home, get her on the weekends. So like, hey, bro, Friday night, let's go grab some drinks. We just got paid, la, 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 la. I got the first round. You know, I got the second. I'm like, oh, no, dude, I'm going to go pick up my daughter. Like, oh, did you just have her last weekend? Like, yeah. Like, dude, why don't you have some fun? And I was like, well, like that is my fun. Like, I, that's what I want to yeah. do. You know, that's what I want to do. You know, like, uh, and a few, you know, I worked there for like a few months. So like a they stopped asking me out or whatever. Like, hey, man, we're going to grab some drinks. But you're going to go see your daughter, right? And I was like, yeah, I am. Which is fine. And, you like, know, I, yeah, I respect it. And they're yeah. like, some guy literally told me in Spanish, right? So I'm translating. He told me, I have two kids, man. I wished I loved them as much as you love your kid. And in my head, I didn't say anything. I'm like, hey, man, you know, just be there for them. It's never too late. And then I was driving home, driving to pick up my daughter. And I was like, that sucks for those kids. Like, they just want a dad. You know, they didn't ask to be born is what I tell everybody. They didn't ask to be born, man. Like. You brought them into this world, and I'm not saying I'm doing a good job. I'm doing my best. I'll say it again. But just like you, you see that stuff in the real world. You know, I saw it, nobody told me that story. Like it happened to me. Like I yeah. said, I wish I loved my kid as much as you, I, my kids, as much as you love yours. And I just that sucks for those kids, man. They're they're maybe they're the kid calling the dad. Hey, I'm over. Like cállate, terminando la tele. You know, like everybody has hears those stories. Yeah. I'm like, and it, that's just like the old school, like. Hispanic culture, like, hey, dad goes to work, he brings home, mom stays home, and, like, times are different now. Yeah. Like, you, how late Eric is at work right now? And, like, I, I, I'm taking care of my kids. Yeah. It's like, I'm not watching my kids, because these are my kids, because yeah. I have to take care of them, so I take care of my kids now. She's a freaking MVP of the family, for sure. Like, she just goes to work, she come home, I'll take them to school, when there is school right now, we're on summer now. Um, yeah, and then she wakes up is with them all day they don't, they don't even realize she's gone like that's how great of a mother she is like they don't even see it and that that's what it is like for your kids not to realize what you're going through yeah like for them like because that's what they're going to remember they're going to remember just you being with them and like you said like learning from your own experience but like for me again like just learning from other people it's also good to learn from other people's mistakes so like i've always listened to older people like when they tell me hey like, boom, don't mess around because, you know, you're going to go here. You're going to end up with this person. And then that person is going to introduce you to this. You're going to end up somewhere where you're not supposed to be in the first place. So just be aware. Just little stuff like that. Be like, oh, okay, cool. Like, 
all right now like i'm i'm cool like learning from other people's mistakes or like the hardcore gangsters like we grew up and i'm like i knew a few like the old school ogs that you know my brother used to know i don't even know if they're around that's they just they disappeared so but like they would give me advice and i'm like all right cool and like the hardest gangster dude once they see their kid or their daughter it's over they melt it just is gone like just they don't care they just see their dad like and i love it like uh tick i love seeing him post his kids my brother yeah i love seeing him post his kids and just like what he's gone through to what he has now he like he values that like i love it and like i'll reach out like i love when people post their kids because i'll be like yeah hell yeah keep keep doing it be there for them like and i think i've told this to a couple people like hey the best thing you can spend on your kids is your time yeah they don't want the money. They don't like. It doesn't matter. They want the toy right now, but in a few weeks there'll, there'll be a new toy they yeah, want. So that toy yeah. doesn't matter. And you know, I love quotes. We were talking about it. Well, I I read quotes all the time. I'm always looking because it just it, sometimes it's motivational. It's stupid. I know people tell you, you really get motivated. I'm like, it's not a, a motivated. It's like a push. You know, sometimes you need a little cook, a little push, a little kick in the ass. And I could give it to myself because I don't need to go read something. Yeah. I don't need somebody to tell me something because I, dude, I have a great quote for you, and I'm, I don't want to be a dick and be like, oh, I already know that one. But I'm like, oh shit, thank you for sharing that. But I already know not so many. But you're not gonna look back on your life and wish you spent more time at work. You're gonna look back and like, dude, I, I should have spent more time with my kids, with my parents, yeah. with my loved one. I'll drop another one for you. It's uh, let me see, let me think about it first before I say it. Uh, don't live to work. Work, work to, to live, live. yeah because you don't need yeah like i just need enough you know just to take care of the bills and then the rest i could spend time with my kids like so my job right now is just i love it like i do i get to work from home for now like we got to go to the office eventually but dude, i work from home i'm with my kids like a lot of the time i can coach like i love it like i love spending time with my kids so that's why when I see it, way. hey, yeah. I'll give you props, dude. Like, that compliment goes a long way. Just like yeah. you said, those those motivational quotes, like, some people don't believe in it, and they're like, ah, oh, whatever. But, like, hey, if you're there, hey, I'm going to give you this compliment. Like, oh, yeah, cool, yeah, I'm trying my best. It's all that matters. It's not about perfection. It's about, like, never-ending improvement. That's a great way to put it. Every single day. Like, that's be all you got to do. The podcast I did last night, uh, he was saying, like, and I, we were both kind of saying, like, be better than you were yesterday. Yeah. In all things, you know, we were just talking about life in general, but in everything I, we said, like, be it with your spouse, be with your family, at work. Just be better. Be better. There's always room for improvement. And if there isn't, you're doing the wrong thing or you're doing everything wrong because there's always room for improvement. Yeah. Yeah. No. And then that's why I like sports because everything. Which is a great, like great in segue. Life, yeah. That's great so this, segue. This, this is why I love to coach. You're giving them the tools to get through life. And I even like for the banquets, my wife laughs at me because I'll like be up there just, just flowing, letting it fly. Like, oh, I love this kid. Like. He's just a grinder. You know, he wants to get better every day. Like, I had a nine-year-old on my team, Jaden Garcia. I, I love this kid. I had him when he was seven. Yeah, I had him when he was seven on the Pinto Dodgers. Then we moved up, and then, you know, we moved divisions. But then as soon as I seen him, I was like, hey, draft this kid. Super stud, great kid, great attitude. Um, been an all-star forever. He struggled. Struggled, struggled mightily. Just wasn't hitting confident i don't know what it was but i just kept plugging away hey you know don't worry about it get the next one let's go hey you're not batting but you're starting to pick up your fielding good job hey now now you're pitching well good job he started building that confidence so uh 
yeah from there and then like in the banquet i pointed that out because it's just like hey like you can be doing bad in one area but you can get better in the other one then your confidence turns and you start getting better and you turn it around at the end of the season he was like one of our valuable kids that we needed and he ended up making the all-stars but like the first this is probably the first time he's ever struggled in his life but i told him like in the in the banquet and then especially with this kid's situation it's just it's very different his nino and nina are there like all the time so his home situation is very different so like you know i like to encourage him and just hey any of my kids like you're not my kid just for this year like if you're out there i'm gonna try to get you again like you're my like if you ever need me call me he actually lives like down the street now so i'm like hey if you ever need me you want to go batting practice you want to come over and play with eli like what i was that kid so like i want to be the person that i needed when i was growing up so that's the kind of person that i'm trying to be so i'm just telling him hey you know if you need anything just come come this way like i'll help you out no matter what and then i said that in the the banquet in the banquet so i was just like hey this is the first time you might have struggled I was like, I'm going to tell you now. I'm like, we're preparing you for life. It's not about baseball. Like, you're going to struggle sometime in your life during normal life. Might it be, you know, at home, school. But what's going to get you out of that? You know, keep your head down. Keep working hard. Like, start turning around. Just one little thing could lead to another one, lead to another one. So, yeah, he's just a great kid. And hopefully all the kids got the message. They're 9 and 10. So, hey, might have gone over them. But I'll be around the park for a while. So, they'll, they'll be seeing me a lot of me and... You know, just just being there, giving them the tools that they need to succeed in life. Like, yeah, in baseball, but like, look at us. Like, we have that mentality where it's just like whatever it is. I keep bringing it up. It. Sophomore year, I was on JV. We were on JV together. Yeah. Uh, the banquet tonight. I didn't think to win anything. I wasn't the best player. I was never the best player. I was just good enough to play. You know, yeah. like I, I did the little things right, like you said. It worked hard, and I knew it. I was I wasn't that good, so I had to put in extra work. My dad always told me, "Dude, you're not that tall. You're not that strong. You're not that fast." But when other people are being lazy, you're out there working. You're throwing extra. Like, I was never a pitcher, but you're always working out on your arm. Because I had a good arm. So I was doing long talks all the time with Tick and Izzy. That's how we all had good arms. Because yeah. we would always just be working and working. I knew I wasn't fastest, but I knew I was fast enough to steal. So I was always just, like, practicing the 90, the 90 feet. Like If you get steal. a good lead. Yeah. If you get a good jump. Yeah. You're going to get that bag. No matter how. You could be the fastest kid and get thrown out for being lazy. So... And this is one one thing that I really hit the kids hard on because they're great, talented. Hard work beats that, or, or talent that doesn't work hard is going to get beat by someone who works hard and doesn't have talent. So they're going to take a day off. They're going to get beat yeah. for being lazy. And I remember it because, you know, it was just like, you know, the people that were going to win the most improved, the MVP, all that did that. And then Wilson was like, oh, you know, I remember, you know, like, I, I mean, we were like, what, fucking 15. So I was a little older. But I remember Wilson just like saying, this guy is out there. The first guy out there warming up. The last guy, we have this certain things we got to do, you know, like some days you get the catcher's helmet. I mean, the, the catcher's gear. Some days you got to take the helmet. Even when it's not his day, he'll do it just because yeah. he knows it needs to be done. When I say, hey, we need to do this, he'll do it. When I say, I'll lead the outfield drills, he'll do this. And I'll like, So I started thinking, like, oh, who does? I was like. Sounds like me, but I don't think I'm going to win. Yeah. Wait a minute. It doesn't sound like him or him. Who the hell could it be? And it was weird because he goes, I would take this guy on my team every single year because I know people like this, you win. Yeah. Because they lead by example. They don't lead by talk. And at the time, I wasn't that vocal. I was kind of vocal, but like with you guys, you know, but not really as like a team leader because I always thought the best players should be the team leaders because they're the best. Absolutely not. No, I learned that as an adult because, you know, I was on a few others like 
on Alex's episode, like I was the one pumping people up, like the same thing. So I was like, dude, if nobody's gonna do it, I'm gonna do it. Underestimated job, just letting you know, especially and with the kids. I ask Alex, and I think Ulises Franklin was there, and Drew was there, Phil was there. Ask him about the rally. I I started by fucking pumping them up against like it was a semis. It's only Sunday league, bro. It's only Sunday league. Dude, no, but I was pumping them like fuck these guys. They fucking suck, and we're gonna lose to them. Come on, let's go. Yeah, we're better than this. And then we won ninth inning, top nine, dude. And we got like we needed like three runs to tie. We scored five. Phil with the clutch triple, dude. Like it's beautiful. I I know it's Sunday league, but I know Phil's listening. And I know Franklin's listening, and they're like, yeah, dude, I remember that yeah. fucking... And it was all some bullshit that we were already, like, down and out. Top of the night, like, dude, we got to the semis. How cool was that? Yeah. We ended up winning that game and won the championship. Chip away, dude. Chip away. Chip and away, and you get... That's what I'm trying to teach the kids. It works, man. I'm telling it you, does. it works. So, as silly as it sounds and as funny as we look out there, okay, I'm, I'm just an assistant coach. Like, I'm not on the field or nothing like that. I told him, hey, I, I have to work. I'm just... If I'm going to... Being there, so I ended up being. I'm like the pretty much the bench coach, but the kids they gravitate to me. So I'm just teaching them, just like the hey, you know, they're they're not loud right now because of the lack of leadership. Like there's a couple kids that that they talk, but they don't really follow along. So I'm like, hey, rally hats, rally hats, making them laugh. Like do the shark fin, turn them inside out. Hey, money, let's get money right here, right? And it, they'll get a hit, and they just look at each other, and they're just like. <gasps> Like it works, coach. Like it works. I'm like, yeah, dude. You just gotta believe. Like, let's go. Let's get. Let's get these runs. And like, it's cool. Like to teach them that right now. So hopefully, it, it, they build on it. Yeah, when we need it, hopefully they're gonna believe it. And yeah, yeah. So that way they're like not down and out. It's like, hey, keep chipping away. Don't make any. Hey, we let five runs go, but let's stop it now. Stop the bleeding and chip away. Come back and let, let's rally. So like, it's just just little shit like that. Like teaching them that like they, they we already know that we already seen it's just it's great and then you hit on one of the quotes so by the way i told hector before we're gonna start i know he's big on quotes so i uh i wrote my top three down that i guess was it mantra who kept saying yeah, yeah, that yeah. uh on uh, alex's episode so yeah no it doesn't have to be your mantra just hey these top three stick out in my head so i wrote three down and also i want hector to tell me his top three i told him to think about it if he gives me two, that's fine. If he gives me four, that's fine. But, yeah, like, a lot of the stuff we're talking about is just, you know, the values of how you live your life or just the way you live your life. So we can get back to that whenever, maybe when we hit a low. But, yeah, dude, it's just battling back, you know, brotherhood. It's just uh, that's, baseball's great, dude. It teaches you about life. I know you listen to it, but, like, the Yasada episode, that's what we talk about. Like, I haven't seen Lee or Angel in such a long time, dude. I know the minute I see them, like, bro... We just hit it off wherever we left off. Like, you saw, I hadn't seen him in 10 years, bro. We talked for three hours. Turn off the mic. Shout out to Lee. Lee Shout out to Lee. Benjamin. And I mean the whole squad, right? Not yeah. just the people. But I mean Lee and Angel because I haven't seen them in such a long time. Carson. Oh, but, dude, Robert Carson. But, oh, my God. Like, yeah. These, the these guys is like the brotherhood, the rest of our life. I remember fucking Savage Wilson would tell me, like, these guys are going to be around the rest of your life. Like, yeah. no matter where you guys go, these are yeah. your brothers right here. And I still feel that, like, even though we haven't hung out, we haven't kicked it, we haven't talked, whatever. I'm like... I've said it before. Ernie's my best friend. Izzy's my compadre. Like, these guys are in my life forever. Yeah. Gato. Fucking, I know I'm missing some. Alex, he was already on here. Yeah. Fucking David Sanchez, you know. And some of the older guys, like, I kind of did lose touch. But I'm talking about Fabian, dude. How did I miss Fabian? But, like, you know, like, the, the core players from yeah. that squad from our year. Like, dude, some of my fucking brothers, you know, for life. Like, we're... Yeah, we're it's weird because you know i always thought like this is some silly shit they say and we would win or whatever we yeah. were good and it's like 
is it that or is it skill or is it the coaching? And I think it was a little yeah, bit of everything. Of everything, yeah. And now I'm so happy, you know, it's like I said on the Assad's episode, I don't dwell on it, you know, but when it brings up, we bring it's it up. Memories. It's like, dude, that's that yeah, was some dude. of the best time of my life. Like, I, I could look back on with a smile. Like, dude, we were a bunch of nobodies. We weren't that good. We weren't that fast. We weren't that strong. We were short as fuck. We shared helmets. <laughs> we did. Dude, like, that that's a whole different story. You get me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. When I was thinking, when I was talking about Amon Eastern, I was like, we literally had one bat that we all shared. We yeah. had four helmets. Like, if there was bases loaded, it was just like, oh crap! What, 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 are, you, what are we gonna do? I think we had five, exactly five. So the on-deck batter didn't have one. Like now with Eli, dude, they all have their own helmet. Some kids have like two bats. It's freaking crazy. But dude, like just for what we came up with, and just it builds that bond. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe it's just because we don't have nothing, and you know, you have that chip on your shoulder. Maybe that's where it comes from. And then these kids, you know. I don't want to say they get handed everything, but they have a lot of stuff yeah, that we didn't have that we appreciated, so we grinded it out. So it felt good when we beat those schools that showed up on a charter oh, bus, hundred percent, dude. And then they 100%. they come in with like everyone has their own baseball bag, like with their yeah. own helmet, their own bat, and we're over here like the fuck. I'm wearing hey, you're not starting. Let me borrow your glove, type shit for a few years. We played a tournament at West Covina, so uh, good kids. You can see the talent. They're from Moreno Valley. No. Was it Moreno Valley? Moreno Valley had played before. They were from... Shoot, where is this city? It's about kind of, I think kind of by La Mirada. Anyways, I'll think of it later. But I'll just shoot it in there. But yeah, it's just one of those hardworking cities. Um, one coach. Like, and we have five coaches, dude. And our kids are just like G'd out, own helmets, everything. And then the, the, these kids are just... It reminded me of me growing up. Like, dude, if, if we had a chance to go to an all-star tournament... Like, this would be us. Like, and we killed them. But they were pretty good. Like, they could have hung in there. Like, if they had just a little bit, if, the, if that coach had more help. Um, when the kids started crying, like, on the mound, I felt so bad. So, uh, they ended up taking him out. Like, whatever, he came to third. And then uh, I was in the stands at the time because I'll try to help out my wife. You know, when we're on the field and when they come to bat, like, I'll go in with the kids. Um so I went, I went on the field where they were doing the pitching change. And, like, I went on the field, like, big league dream. You've been a big league dream, yeah. right? So we're having a tournament there. I went through the rails, whatever. And I just talked to him. I'm like, hey, like, shake it off. This doesn't matter. Like, no one's going to remember this game. I'm like, do you feel you got better today? Like, from when you came in to now, like, do you feel you got better? You threw more strikes? Like, you threw more consistent? And he was a big, he was a pretty big kid. But he's, you know, they're all... Ten years old. They're all little paisita <laughs> yeah. kids. Yeah, dude, they're just... They're they're us. They're little. They had skills. They really did. They had. They, have, they just need it. more polish. Yeah. They just need more time. Um, but yeah, like I felt compelled to go talk to him just because, like, hey, don't don't give up. Like this doesn't matter. Like, no one's gonna remember this one tournament out of this one year when you were ten years old. Like all that matters is getting better. And then uh, once they were done, like I went to go like talk to the not the whole team, but as they were coming out, I was just like, hey. You know, good job, guys. Like, don't hang your heads. Like, this is a tough tournament. Like, our kids have been playing for a long time. Some of you might have just started one, two years. I'm like, you guys are a good team. Also, so do not hang your heads. Like, you guys are good kids. Keep working hard. Stay together. Listen to your coach. I don't even think that coach had a kid on the team. Damn. He didn't leave with no one. He just left with his gear. So I was like, dude, that that's... Like, I hope that team sticks together and they can do something and they can beat the kids that are going to come in those charter buses. Yeah. So it's just like little shit like that. Like... Again, the compliments. It's just, it doesn't cost me nothing to do that. 
And it's genuine. Say, yeah, to give some kid like hope. Yeah, it's nothing. It's just what? Oh, am I gonna look silly? Am I gonna look weird? Who gives a shit? I don't, never, I don't really care what people think. Like, it is what yeah. it is. Um, but yeah, like as long as you mean it, like it's gonna go a long way. Hey, maybe they're gonna remember that. Like when they're older. Hey, you know that good team's coach came and and told us like, hey, we're good kids. Like they're gonna start believing it. And they're gonna. I don't know. Maybe some someone good might come out of that school just of them sticking together because they were pretty solid. They just didn't have, you know, what we have at the time. But hey, they might get it. They they keep working hard. You know, I sucked. I started playing baseball like in fourth grade, and I tell the kids this all the time. I was like, hey, I wasn't good, but I was tired of not being good. So what I do? I spent all summer throwing a ball against the wall, just trying to hit this square, working on my fielding, and then I was a good fielder. And I ended up playing second base. Like fourth, I, I was terrible, dude. Bad. I played outfield, couldn't catch anything, didn't make a hit, or didn't get a hit all year, and uh, spent that whole summer just working, just throwing. And then uh, as the older kids left, you know, there's an open spot at second base. So who can play second? And then Ernie, you know, he was like my best friend at the time. Shout out to Ernie. Uh, Quick story on him real quick. Uh, I moved into Amani in the second grade, and that's where I met him. He was my first friend here. So, like, that, he means a lot to yeah, me. Just that kind of dude. For being my first friend, like, I didn't know anyone. And freaking Alex Lujan made fun of my name because my government name is Oswaldo, and he's all, where's Waldo? I beat him up, uh, established my dominance, and mm. Ernie was my new homie now. And then, you know, it was us three. When you're little, you just fight your friends. But, yeah, yeah. Ernie, was, Ernie was there for me, so... Um, he's the one like, hey, let's play baseball. I'm like, all right, I'll tell my mom to sign me up. We didn't have money. So I was like, what do you want for your birthday? I'm like, I really want to play baseball. Can you sign me up for baseball? That's all I want to do. So like we went, and then I sucked, so I just worked really hard. And I uh, ended up being uh, the second base. And we just, Uriel's party, Ernie was there. Uh, he actually played catch with Eli. So it was kind of cool. Like Singing for me, yeah, like, to just yeah. like, dude, like this – this guy, like, he probably did more for me than he realizes. Uh, and then for my son, like, he was playing with both my kids, dude. Like, that that made me happy. Um, but anyway, like, just, he was there. He was a shortstop, and then, like, I didn't really know what to do playing second base. But they're like, okay, uh, if they hit it to a center field, what are you doing? And he's all, like, m- mouthing, like, cover second. So I'd be like, oh, cover second. Like, all right, you know what you're doing, so go ahead. And, like, after that, like, dude, I got better. I ended up, like, making the All-Stars eventually. Um, but, yeah, dude, just freaking working hard and that camaraderie, your friends that you grow up with. Like, you know, dude, that's all. That's what it's about. I forgot what we were talking about. I, I was going to say, sorry. That, that story is beautiful. Because the same, dude, imagine my, my neighbor to my left is Izzy, perennial All-Star. My neighbor to my right is fucking Tick. <laughs> Perennial All Star, super stud. Yeah, never made an, I never made a uh, All Star game. I never did none of that shit. I didn't start my first year playing baseball, like organized baseball, was with the Braves. Remember, you guys were at fucking Pioneer Park. Yes, yeah, yeah. And I did, we just had enough players like me, Gato, fucking Ernie, a bunch of other fucking you know kids from the street. Like, oh fuck, we kept, we peer pressured the people. Not peer, we're not their peers. Uh, we pressured the people from the park from Before now on. Yeah, yeah like, hey, dude, we need a team. Like, we can't afford 
yeah. fucking pioneer. So we made a team, and it was like forty bucks or something. So my parents, like, oh shit, it did like eighty bucks for little league. So they were like, cool, you could play. And so that was my first year playing eighth grade. Well, organized, you know, I had played or whatever. And I remember freshman year, Carson told me like, Hector, like, why are you so good, man? And I was like, dude, I fucking suck. He goes, no, man, you're always out here like working to get better. I'm like, it's because I don't want to let you guys down, like. I, I want to make like if the balls hit to me. I want to catch it. Like if if they if I need to throw somebody out, like I want my arm to be strong so I could throw it. And he's like, "Dude, you're playing for the wrong reason, man. Play because you like baseball. Like you're out here because you like baseball. You're not here to like impress us." And that really like you kind of changed my perspective. Like not yeah. instantly, but I was just like, "How are you? Remember back in your mind? Yeah, yeah. like remember he was. Uh, we had that coach that could throw fucking he. He was at Cal State Fullerton, and everybody tried uh, catching gamer. it. Gamer, uh, no. Ivan. No, 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 Isaac. Isaac, yeah. Isaac, Isaac Rodriguez, shout out. Amani yeah. PD. Amani PD. Yeah, yeah. Seen him, seen him a few times on the street. Like, he's like, what the <laughs> fuck are you doing now here, man? I'm like, oh, man. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. He, he's a really, he's he's a really cool good dude. guy. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, one of the reasons I would want to be in law enforcement is, you know, his example. So, he's super cool. Pulled me over one time in my Honda Civic hatchback, you know, uh, primered out ugly racing rim yeah. yeah it's probably the ugliest car that you can buy for 700 dollars. but i bought it and it was mine bought it all myself but yeah dude he he let us go i had no bad to talk about bad decisions <laughs> all right so just no insurance no driver's license he's like well dude what are you doing dude anyone would have just freaking took my car and i just he just go home dude get out of here go get insurance go get your permit go get all that so dude just Stuff like that. I know people have bad contacts with police and, you know, just stuff like that made me want to be, you know, in that career. So, um, but yeah, anyways, back to, back to the story. Uh, no, no. And, and so Carson was just kind of, you know, he was a stud. Like the moment he started, I saw him play. I was like, damn, dude, like, how am I going to make the team when this guy's going to be on the team? Remember his spat? Yeah. We thought it was just the triple the seven. Yeah, yeah the triple seven. It was so good. Yeah. We had that battle in the senior year. And it, so I just, like, confidence, too, you know? This fucking stud is telling me, like, why are you so good? And I remember, like, he would throw far as fuck. Me, him, Leander, and Angel would throw far as fuck. And I would outthrow him some days. So I don't know how that works. Some days you just outthrow people. The next day they outthrow you. He'd be like, damn, dude, like, you have one of the best times I've ever seen. And he's, I played travel ball. I played this. And so it's just kind of like, damn, that feels good. Like, coming from you, you know, the fucking stud to tell yeah. me that. That was nice. The validation. No, dude, just... And I, again, back to coaching. Like, I love to coach, dude. I wish I can do it for a job. But um, I tell the kids, like, hey, how much talent does it take to come on time? How much talent does it take to try your best? How much talent does it take to, you know, just give 110%? Like, it takes nothing. Like, this is just stuff that you can do that's going to get you better without you being... Like, physically, taller, bigger, anything. Like, dude, just these little things are what's going to make you better. Like, you know, prepare. Prepare for yourself. So I don't do a good job of it sometimes with time management, but it's another story. Um, but, yeah, just, I mean, showing up early, cheering on your teammates, you know, being a good teammate. This goes a long way to being a good player. And, like you said, like, I look at that. Like, I, I've, I've had kids that are super good fucking shit attitudes. I don't want them on my team. I don't. They it's can contagious. be an all-stars. It's I contagious. don't want them. Yes. I want a good group of kids that are coachable. That's the thing, and that's what you were. You were coachable. You had a great attitude. You did whatever it took. They didn't have to ask you to do anything. You just 
everyone does your job or everyone does their job and you did your job and that's what it's about like everyone does their job and at the end of the day it's like boom doom we have we have a solid team we're not going to make mistakes like once you get to the championship games it's not it's not who's going to make the plays or anything like that you're gonna make the play it's who's gonna make the least amount of mistakes and that's where the discipline comes in being coachable like coming together you mess up all right bam turn the page you know i made an error in the field let's make up with that i'm leading off the inning i'm gonna get it i'm gonna start a rally like that's how we were yeah so just little stuff like that dude like it takes no talent to be on time to show up to work hard like and then you take this into your life, and that's, that's what I was you're an say. awesome employee, and you're like, dude, like you're you're cool, like you compliment people, people like you, like people like working with you, people like yeah. being around. You get invited places, like that's what people tell me. Yeah, why why are you such a dick? I feel like a dick sometimes because I can't make every social gathering. And that's fine. Dude. And no, just, but they're like, dude, I like spending time with you because that's how people do. Why do you keep trying, man? I keep saying no. I'm been, I'm very busy right now that I do because you're a pleasant person to be around. And you, you hear that, then you're like, fuck, thanks, man. Like, yeah. sometimes, sometimes you're having a bad day, and that little stupid text is like, fuck. So text Just, your friends. Dude, I... Text your friends and say you I missed them, that you like once, them. and, and I know, I, 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 I hope, maybe you're going through a rough patch, and I, I think we were talking about... Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, I'll that do was that, like, big, dude. I was in, I'll do it. I'm not going to throw it out there, but not yet, at least. I'm not ready for it, but I was going <laughs> through the fucking probably worst time of my life, and Izzy... Philip, Ernie, and Ozzy. Like, no, I, I didn't say nothing. I didn't tell anybody what I was going through. You just know, you, I, I, whatever. I'm a religious person. I'm a Christian person, so I know, whatever, blah, blah, blah. No, no, no. Opinions, yeah. But I don't know. Sometimes I feel like, you know, God will, will, like, put you in my heart that day for some reason. I'm like, and I was like, hey, I haven't, I haven't seen Hector post anything. Like, it kind of got me worried. And I'll be like, I'm, I'm just going to reach out to him. Like, hey, what's up, man? How's, how's it going? And then, and it can just be random. Like, it, like Angel. Like, hey, I haven't talked to Angel in a while. Like, or he'll just, something will pop up in my head. Boom. I'm going to text you. Like, hey, remember this? Like, oh, that was funny. Like, I don't know. That's my way of keeping in yeah. touch with everyone, I guess. I mean, I, st- I still talk to Lee. I still talk to Angel. The only person I think I didn't talk to and I was happy to see on the podcast was Jashad. So I was just like, oh, man, I, I love to see that he's doing great. So shout out to Yashad for doing the podcast. And, you know, um, like one of the da- – remember I was saying about the dad? His dad. Yeah. Like being at our games, like to me, I took a mental note. I'm like, dude, that's you. That's a good dad right there. I thought he was so cool rolling up on his motorcycle. Yeah. Too, like With sunglasses. Oh, yeah. He was just a badass. So when he was saying his story and he was saying like, hey, like my dad never really played baseball, dude. In my head, he was, like, the greatest baseball player, like, and he came to help us? Yeah. Like, dude, like, that was that was awesome. And that's one of the reasons I want to coach, too. Like, I just, I don't care what the kids think of me. Like, oh, I'm not bad at I'm not good. Yeah. Like, I can just teach you these little things that help me out. Like, I'm not an expert or expert at anything. It's going to make you that little better. And that sometimes that little extra is yeah. all you need. It's the difference between not winning and losing, but just, like, it feels good to win. Like, I always tell everybody, like, winning is fun. When oh, you yeah. win, it's fun. When it's you're winning about, with your... Yeah. It's not all about winning, but it is about winning. Yeah, that's it what is, you're out It there. makes it fun. Like, yeah. no one wants to be on a loser team. Yeah. And then, like, oh, we're on that team. We're playing that team again. You're like, oh, they're so good. We're going to lose. But when you beat them the first time, even if they're good, you're like, dude, I remember when we played South, I was like, fuck, they're so good. We beat them already. Nah. We're going to beat them again. We're going to play a Royal. Dude, we beat them junior year. We beat them freshman year. Like, they're not that good. Yeah. Oh, Gabrielino has all these studs. 
Dude, we beat them every year. Like, yeah, so it didn't matter. School, yeah. I, I was never intimidated by any school. Yeah. South Hills, I was just like, damn, they're really good. But I, I thought we could hang with anybody. If oh, we, yeah. Like, I, I was thought- just that annoying team that didn't make mistakes and always chipped away and had great at-bats, battled. We picked each other's bats up. I think we're yeah, the only yeah, team yeah. in the league with that. I want to get my kids to do yeah, that. But that's bit, no, that's too early. That's uh, big. Because I remember, like, you'd be walking back and then... Running, run, running to the dugout. I remember Wilson and Savage were big on that. Like you oh, run yeah. to the dugout, you're you not, don't walk. You sprint out and all that shit. Even now, for me, you don't walk. It and was big, hard sixties, not nineties yeah. yet, but they're six, dude. I'll get on their asses for that for sure. But just, dude, that takes no no talent to do that yeah. again. Man, I that. mean, I I love what you're doing. I got to come out and see one of your games one day, just because. It sounds fucking fun, dude. I don't know how the listeners feel about this, but I'm waiting here like, dude, this sounds like I wanted. I don't have a kid old enough to play. She's going to play softball. I can't wait for that, too. But I would love to go out there like, and just see you know, see you work. It's not work, but you know what I mean. Like, see you out there just fucking like, damn, that's, oh, that's, that's Wilson's move. Oh, that's Savage's move. Oh, dude. You feel me? Dude. <laughs> the chatter? Yeah. Dude, you're you're going to think you're in high school again. It's like. The the other crazy also, train, crazy yeah. train, Ozzy. No more tears. <laughs> um, ah, shout out James Wilson. I James just, Wilson, I love, I love that, that man. Yeah, man. I, I, I hope he's one of the listeners. If not, I'm gonna give him a shout out. I'm gonna make sure to tag him. Hey, listen, because you're getting a lot of respect right now, and a lot of things I learned are from him. And then Savage as yeah. well, because apparently he stole it from Savage. Remember the yeah, yeah, what off we had? Um, uh, Big George's. Oh, who was a Big George? Fucking no, I think I just put it. I just oh, put, you did, you I just did. Put yeah, best, best James Wilson's quotes. Go, Go. yeah. And it was just I probably like one of the best quotes I ever done or best posts I ever done on Facebook. Yeah, dude, that's, just, that was awesome. It, it was good, but yeah, dude, and just just a great coach. You're gonna think like. How do we know your water, son? <laughs> I'm a check score. When it's 0-2, hey, hey, throw that pitch you've been working on, kid. Let's go. Let's see it. And then, like, the kids just look at me like, what the fuck are you talking about? And then, like, the other kid in the batter's back is like, oh, shit. Like, what is he going to throw right now? And it's just like a fastball just down the middle. And they're like, oh, I'm, I wasn't expecting that. Just just the little stuff like that, dude. I have I have a good time yeah, doing that's it. That's what it's all about. Some of the dads out there are pretty crazy. They're just, like, yelling, I want my son to be good. Coming to a realization, maybe baseball might not be for him because he doesn't have that mental toughness. But then also, he just might be too young for it. Yeah. So I just I don't want him to hate playing. Yeah, yeah. And I can I can start seeing that in some of the kids that their dads are coaching forcing them out there. Yeah. So not not forcing. They do want to play, but they're just super hard on them. And I get it. Maybe they're really good, and they just want their sons to be good. And maybe some kids need the push, but then you know I can. Work in the opposite effect. Where they're like, I don't want to do this no more. You want to like, like they quit during like the middle of the game. You don't want that. Like, so I checked myself, and then I hope, like, I learned from them because I'm I'm super laid back. I'm, I'm I'm the most laid back coach. Like, if I'm in the dugout, all the little kids gravitate to me. I'll be nerding out with them, talking about Marvel. So that's a whole different story right there, Marvel. That could be a whole different episode. So I I recently I watched. Avengers, me too. Endgame, the same, or Infinity War. Oh, and I watched Endgame, and I was just like, man, these these are pretty good. Yeah, and I watched I- one. It's twenty two movies in the whole thing. The only ones I haven't seen were Captain Marvel and the two Ant Man movies. I've seen everything else. I, I was never into it. Oh, Eli, Eli's into it. it, and the kids, like, hey, if, if this is something that I can relate to them and like, you know, start talking to them, I'm like, hey, I'm all about it, and my son loves it. I, anything my son likes, I want to see if 
you know, I want to be included so we can talk about it. So uh, my friend, shout out Michael Hernandez, the guy you met at um, I was uh, at his, bar- uh, yeah, his yeah. barbecue yesterday. And then he also does the podcast and stuff. Um, he's like, yeah, he's like, hey, hey, uh, he's he's big time, big time. And then also I found out Rudy because I, I, we have a group chat of the quote unquote best friends. I wanted to address that also, but we'll come back to that. Um, it's me, Rudy. Uh, Jerry and Alex. I mean, uh, Roy. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was like, hey, you guys watch Marvel movies? So apparently Rudy really likes them and Jerry's like about it too. So I was just like, hell yeah, like it's it's cool. And then that guy Michael Hernandez is just like, yeah, he's all he's all, how many have you watched? So I'm like, like I watched Black Panther, and then like the two, he's like, oh dude, you gotta watch them all. Yeah. And he sent me a a text of all the list. And of there's them. a list, yeah, they go so in order. I, it took me like three weeks, but I watched pretty much like one a day, and then I got through all of them. I was like, oh, it's pretty cool. So yeah. now I'm all jazzed up to watch the next Spider Man. I already bought tickets. We're gonna roll together. So it's kind of cool because it gets Eli excited. Yeah. And, that's like that's something to do with his dad. Yeah. Like that's go cool. and then EJ also like he sees Eli being excited, so he wants to go. So it's pretty cool. And now I have something to talk to the kids about. So it's kind of hard to relate to the the kids. Yeah, it's the because all I have old. all I have is baseball. Yeah. So I'm like, hey, you guys what like Marvel movies? And they're like, oh my god, their eyes light up. And they're like, oh yeah, which one's your favorite? Endgame's my favorite. And they're like, okay, they'll start getting technical. Okay, not including Endgame and Infinity War. Who's your favorite superhero? Or like why? Or which ones? You do I, I love it. it just that's just fun. seeing them to yeah. like I've always wait let me go back we can probably go to this after the you can do whatever you want man uh, Ozzy has a little notebook everybody says they're going to bring a little couple notes Ozzy's ready he has a notebook in front of him yeah and well again the, the three that I said I probably I probably hit two of them already so I'll just I'll lay them out there if you have them just say yours and okay. then we'll go to the best friends okay the best friends thing um, so like, you know, just for me, like, three things to live your life by. Like, you know, for me, I always thought, like, integrity. You know, always do the right thing because it's the right thing to do. Just like the kids. The kids, you know, who are struggling, they might have had their heads down, you know, in my heart. Like, hey, go. It's it's always a good time to do a good thing. That's how I see it. So, like, I put that part of integrity. Always just doing the right thing. Uh, and then, like, faith and family as well. So, faith, again, you know. I... Whenever you're ready to talk about it or whatever, but you know, I just felt compelled to to text you. I'm like, hey, like I was like generally concerned, and then family, obviously, you know, I love my family. Um, you know, those are the things I live my life by. And then there's like three specific quotes that like I I have like just I think we're like very very similar. So I have, we like, are. That's why we hit it off. Like since we met in seventh grade, Ozzy and I, and it was Shout funny. Miss Grewer, it's was sh- it Miss Grewer? No. Miss no, Jensik. No, no. Miss Jensik. There yeah. we go. Rest in peace. She died from cancer. Oh, no way. I didn't know that. Like, while we were in high school, I think. Oh, yeah, right shit. after. Yeah, she's crazy. I had a friend that went that. to Almani, and he, through MySpace, he messaged me. Like, oh, shit, did you hear about Jensik? I was like, nah. He's like, she passed away. I was like, oh, fuck. Cause she hated us. Well, at least me. <laughs> she hated us. Yeah, no, me. she didn't. She wasn't too fond of me. Like, she didn't hate me. She just told me to shut up all the time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, the teacher does that. But rest in peace. You know, she was a good teacher. Um, but yeah, we, we I met everybody in seventh grade because I went, I mean, some of my good core friends went to Parkview, but it seems like everybody I ended up hanging out with was at Krantz. Yeah. Um, yourself, Ernie, Gato, Uri. Um, Fabian and I had met prior, right? We went to Parkview together, but like everybody was at Krantz. And even then, Sergio Palma, you know. Oh, Sergio Palma. I, I actually keep in, I haven't talked to him in a while, but. 
I, I'm gonna get him on here. Him, him. Oh yeah, 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 dude. Just one of the Paul Mancha I met in fucking one of the most interesting. Parking. I love Serge. At fourth grade, fourth or fifth grade, I was always at his house, and dude, his dad just an ultimate hard worker would come home, and uh, their love for music. Yeah, dude, I loved it, and he could just. He was an absolute artist too. So like, no matter how tired he was, he would go in the garage and like, you know, jam out on his guitar or like, just do whatever. Just you know, his kids all liked it, dude. He was, it was though. Rest in peace. He passed away, but um, oh, that sucks. I didn't know that. Yeah, dude, I, I love Sergio Palma. He's just like, you know, even though we never really, like, fifth grade was huge, and then like we always kept in touch here and there. So I always try to like, you know, touch base with them or just hey, what's up? What's going on? Like. Like anyone I make, I want everyone to do good yeah. in life. I want to see everybody succeed. Yeah, yeah, dude. Like I just, I want to see everyone do good. So, well, actually, when I was working in Omani for the repo company, he lit. Uh, he worked not too far. So, uh, and he posted like this uh, Vietnamese soup. So pho. Yeah, I love it. That's my shit. Some people don't like that it. Some people bomb. do. I tell them, and I get made fun of. I don't care. I'm that like, hey, I like it. I- Pack it with chili and lemon. Yeah. I don't give a shit. But. Uh, uh, yeah, I'll be like, hey, I was like, you like it? I'm like, there's a good spot in Arcadia. It's not too far from my work. You want to roll? And he's like, yeah. He's like, yeah, I'm going to go to lunch. A little bit. Like, we went the next day, and it was just like, boom, just talking. So, yeah. I can't wait. Sergio, jump on it. I can't wait. You know, really good, really good friend. Uh, your dad was awesome. Your mom is awesome. Your brothers are awesome. So, I uh, can't wait to hear that one. Um, but, yeah, or... Right, let me go back to the, the three quotes that I wrote down. So, uh, this shit's going everywhere. Yeah, and the so it's beautiful, man. I, uh, the kids, the kids. I don't even know where I heard this. And then this is probably like why, like I wanted more. I don't want this to be about me. I want it to be about like us. Like who knows? I mean, I hope this does very well. Anything anyone does, like I'm gonna support it a hundred percent because it doesn't cost me anything to support you. Like hell yeah. Retweet, whatever, listen. They don't cost me nothing. So, yeah, I'm going to support you. That's why I'm like, dude. I like, appreciate it. Hector, like, boom, amazing. I, 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 pro- I Probably after every one, I, I just text you something. Yeah. Like, dude, that was awesome. That was good. Like, I, oh, appreciate I, li- it. I liked it. Um, and I mean, it, I don't, I'm going to keep doing it regardless, right? Yeah, dude. But yeah. it's just that, that, like, oh, man, that validation. Like, Ozzy, Ozzy's a man, and he's over here telling me, hey, man, that was fucking awesome. Like, uh, like oh, thank you. Thank you. I honestly, I don't reply right away because I'm there sitting like grateful, you know, like, yeah. oh, dude, this is, this is so nice to hear. Yeah, no, d- keep doing it, dude. Like, even Alex, like, dude, good shit with your, with the clothing brand and everything you're doing. Um, you know, you, you are a best friend to me, by the way. <laughs> so uh, let's put that out there. Fantasy baseball, best friend league. It's just, hey, that's just whatever, ha- well, not whatever even happened because, to me, it was just a trade that he didn't... His trade was better. Uh, yeah. Some people might not care. Fast forward, like, two minutes that I'm just going to explain. But he didn't get the trade that he wanted. He was upset. Trade deadline rolls around. Robert Ortiz ends up trading... Rudy? Rudy or Jerry? One of them. I think Rudy. One of them. There's a lot of backdoor deals going on, too, by yeah. the way. So I just want to put that out there, too. Hey, I'll give you t- uh, next year in the next two years first rounder and... All right, so whatever. Your trade didn't get accepted. His did, and it was just the last minute. You know, Keep trying. Keep plugging away. I think I hit everyone up for a trade all the time. As stupid as it sounds, I just want to, hey, who are you willing to give up? That's mm-hmm. all I want to know. 
It might be a stupid trade. We're like, oh, no, I'm not going to trade you that. But, oh, I do want so-and-so from your team. All right, cool. That gets it going. Um, so, yeah, that's what happened. Didn't bounce your way. It is no. what it is. So I never wanted you off the league. Please keep talking shit. I love it. I like what he's doing now. The whole, like, hey, Pika, you're doing no, great. No, I hate it. I love I it. Hate it. No, <laughs> I hate it. He's not like that. That's what makes it funny. Hey, Uri, you got to be 10-0, but don't give up. You'll get him next week. I hate it. No, I hate it. I want want hippie back. I want the hippie back that I know. The boom roasted. (laughs) Yeah, no, I love it, dude. I love it. That's what fantasy sports is all about. Talking crap. Like, dude. Should I talk crap? I don't want to talk about it, but yeah, you whipped the crap out of me. So, for those that are still listening, if you didn't skip through, I'd say me and Ozzy is not the biggest rivalry in the league, but it's just a rivalry between us because... It is, by the way. Nah, Pika and Alex is the best one. Nah, league. Alex just rolls them all the time. And me and Ozzy, man, in the championship, Sorry, like... I love you. Like three years in a row, right when we started the, the league. First, the first three years. And I knocked him out every year. I won two titles on the way to... <laughs> Ozzy was a... Uh, hold on, hold on. Uh, one of them has an asterisk on it. It has an asterisk, oh, but... but there was 10 other people that could have won it. Nine other people that could have won it, and it was me. There was no money involved. Everyone was just having fun. What? It wasn't very competitive. So. Still won. Okay, whatever. All Still right. won. The, the real two-time champ is right here. And um, so this week, this past week, we're all, today is Monday night, uh, Tuesday morning, 1.42 a.m., but this past week that just ended, um, I played Ozzy, and you can ask anybody in the league, I am trying to stock up for next year. So I'm trading my best players away, and I somehow demolish him. <laughs> was it eight one or seven one? I don't recall. It was eight one. <laughs> I, I wanted you to say I don't it. <laughs> yeah, and the thing is, I'm not trying, guys. Like I, at Izzy, we have a group page, <laughs> and Izzy just put it out there because in the Alicia Chain Cruises episode, I say there's more to life than just fantasy baseball. So they're making fun of me. I don't even acknowledge it because I'm like, I can't acknowledge it. I mean, there is more. And so I'm not trying, and I still beat Ozzy. So just wanted to throw it out there. Thank you for being a good sport. I don't recall. I plead the fifth. No, but anyways, yeah, he went my ass. Um, I was in second place, and now I'm in tenth. I've had like three bad weeks, but it's fantasy. All you got to do is get there as Aguado. Or, yeah. Is that his name? What's Eduardo. It? Eduardo, yeah. Uh, six seed won it last year. I've been in the championship four years in a row. Just want to throw that out there. So, two-time champ, the real two-time champ. Uh, well, I'll, I'll probably win this year, dude. Maybe, <laughs> maybe, dude. I don't know. I'm, I'm not. I'm not trending in the right direction right now. So that's definitely not good. But Alex, you're fine. Whoever complained, you tell me. I'll talk crap to them for you. So you are you are a best friend, all right? We're all best friends in the league as long as you're in it. So Like I tell everybody, and I post it once a year on Facebook, if no one loves you, Hector loves you. <laughs> yeah, but there it is, best friend league. So, hey, we, we've, we've extended the olive branch when you're going through your little – and that's just you being you, just stirring up the pot. I love it. I yeah. really do. It does make the league I better. I know how he is. Yeah, So like it makes the league better. Like where he's like, is he really leaving? And then people really thought he was leaving. I was like – no, he's not leaving, dude. Like it's Alex. He just wants to stir the pot. Like this is that's what he, he was ready to leave, dude. Like, was he? Yeah, uh, like he was like he was one foot out the door. Like I'd have been mad. Like yeah, I would have legit yeah, been yeah. mad. I tried to talk him out of it, and like I don't know what happened that he came back. But he was like, "No, nah, dude, I'm done." Like I'm like Alex for real. Like I'm not gonna tell them. I'm not whatever. No, nah, dude, I'm out. I'm out. Like I I want them to see 
see them replace you. I wonder who's going to replace them. I'm like, they have a replacement ready. Oh, uh, we have a couple. So that wasn't the issue. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> The issue is we didn't want to lose him. Yeah, no, he's he, a core player. We don't, we don't want to lose one of the originals. He always has a solid team. You know, we want a competitive league. So, hey, the re- not the replacement, but who ended up leaving was uh, Jaime. Jaime. Jaime Polanco. Shout out to him. Good dude. Uh, Great dad, dude. Great oh, yeah. Dad. I love his yeah, snaps. Dude. His son's That's why he did it. That's why he college. quit. Yeah, dude. That's why he quit the league because he... That's what I mean. There's more stuff. Yeah. There's more to life than just fans. That's what I mean. I hope he'll but, come back. No, me too. Yeah. He'll be, dude, we'll make it an 18-team league if, so he can come back. But I, I didn't know, but so I forget who told me, like, oh, he left because he wants to spend more time with his family. Like, the kids are getting older. And he he respected the league and said, I won't pay attention. I don't want to do that to the yeah. league. I don't want to do that to you guys. And I honestly, I was sad because I thought it was going to be next year, not this year. So it was a short notice to me. Yeah. So I just played it out. We didn't give him his farewell, you know, like the Chipper Jones farewell. Yeah. It was just kind of, hey, I'm retiring. Like, oh, what? I'm done. I was like, so that's. Yeah. And what's funny is we had a couple of like replacements in line we had to consider. So there wasn't one replacement that was like, oh, like how Yuri ended up coming in. He was just one of maybe like five people that were like, all right, we're going to reach out. Like, we just want to make sure, hey, they know baseball. So. Uh, yours actually doing a very yeah decent job. He's hanging well, in there. He inherited a good team. He got Acuna. He had Acuna. He has Yelich. So uh, he hates Odor as his name. Why? why? Does he have him? He's trash, dude. Yeah. Oh, he has well, then drop him. I tried to trade him for him, but he didn't want to trade me. Then, but I don't get whatever. It. He just wants he's to keep home. him. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. he maybe he'll turn it around. So oh, yeah. He's solid. I was like, I'll trade you. Who's my two year? I was trying to flip on my two year guy because he was sucking. But anyways. um yeah, Udi, you're doing a good job, dude. Um, he's better than me. I went from second. I'm all the way to tenth after three bad weeks. So I'm in fourth, dude. I'm not trying. I dude, sincerely, yeah. I yeah. set up my team just because I know that's what you got to do. I set up my team like three days in advance. I'll do it on Sunday night. Yeah, and I keep looking. I'm doing. I'm, I'm in fourth, and I'm like, dude, my team. I might try shitty. just to talk shit, but nah. Shitty, 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 shitty. I have good hitters that didn't perform, and I have no pitching. So if my hitters don't perform. I'm done. I have a formula. It's just. It's not panning out this year, which is fine. Some other people got to win some money, I guess. But, uh... All right. So, yeah, so that, thank you. You skipped ahead. Now you're joining us again. Yeah. Uh, Carrying on with the quotes. Um, but, yeah, no. The reason I wanted, like... You know, I know you like to talk and, like, oh, this is your guest. It's like, nah, man. Like, I just want to have a conversation because, like, one of the... Like, three quotes I wrote down, and I don't even know where I got it, is uh, to be interesting, you have to be interested so I think that's what makes, like, that's a conversation. This is not like, I don't know, when I was younger, maybe I felt like I needed to prove stuff. So I just wanted to, like, talk about myself and show off. But I don't know what it was, but I checked myself. I'm like, hey, like, that that's not cool. Like, I'm being, I felt arrogant. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to, like, I'm not going to do that. Like, I'm going to be interested in more people so that way I could find out about them. Because, like, you never know what people are going through. Like, just, and, again, the slightest little thing might make their day. Um but yeah, so I just when I talk to people, like I want to know about you, dude. Like, what do you like? Do you have kids? Like, cool. Like, you know, do you like sports? Do you not like sports? Like, whatever. And I got that from my brother. My brother Alan yeah, is I'm just shout out to Alan. shout out to everybody. I, I, normally, I always say shout out to everybody. And I was like, I gotta stop that. And now listening to it, well, yeah. I'm not listening to it, but just hearing like when you said shout out to Rudy and Roy, I was like quiet because I was like every time I'd be like shout out to Drake, shout out to fucking uh, Chuck E. Cheese, but shout out to everybody that I've, I've skipped so far. But just right now, I'm like. Just that's who I am. I I do want to say shout out to them because I do appreciate those people or whatever. Or I do want to give them shout out too. So sorry to cut you off, but to everybody that you know, I, I'm sure you've heard it before. Like the 
the one with me and Howard. It's funny because yeah. I'm like, I'm not, shout, I'm not. not yet. It's coming out this week. But shout out to Drake. I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> shout out to Drake. <laughs> Yeah, shout out to everybody. Yeah, no, yeah. I mean, uh, I was going to go down the list. You know, if it comes, it comes. Like, you know, Alex, dude, good job. David Sanchez, I'm sorry for not taking you golfing and taking Phil. I actually just seen that post, like, of us eight years ago. That's probably, like, the last time legit I've gone golfing, like, just with the kids. It faded away. And, again, that story, we'll come back to it. Remind me, please. Or if we can save it for another day, that's fine. So, David, dude, good job. I know you're a dad, too, so congrats on that. Um alicia you know keep it up fuck them fuck the haters that was my favorite part uh just keep doing what you're doing like you're doing an outstanding job um freaking doing everything so and i admire your work so i do you know kind of with stuff on a different scale so but dude your work is good i like it you know keep it up um i ran you know actually i knew who he was but i never really like talked to him because he was young yeah he's like two or three years younger yeah, so dude, that was that was a good combo right there. I listened to that on my way to work um, when I actually did have to drive to the office in Chatsworth. Uh, Phil, dude, just smart dude, number one commission. I'm not even going off my notes anymore. I'm just freestyling it. So um, that whole universe thing, just hey, let's just make our life count while we're here and don't be assholes. I think that's like the biggest thing. Don't be assholes to people. Don't be an asshole. If there's someone's an asshole to you, just let them be an asshole. Whatever. You don't need them. Uh, Jashad, I already mentioned, dude, you keep doing what you're doing. I hope you get into law enforcement. Uh, it'd be funny if you end up being a, a CHP as well because remember, did you go to the beach with us? And they were kind of like racing and he was weaving through traffic and I was in the car with them and his prelude and we got, we got popped by the car. Yeah, I, we, it was like, 10 cars we used to roll deep and it was we were like 10 yeah. cars deep i'm sorry if, if i peer pressured you or if i pushed you i'm sorry that was not a good decision wouldn't yeah. recommend it i hope that doesn't stand in your way of anything in your future law enforcement so dude good luck go for it go for it and good luck because I, I i definitely know how hard it is uh george as funny as ever fucking character i, huh? lo- I love george ace you'll hit me up yeah. on, oh actually i just added him on on snapchat so i, I like his stories and he's he's funny um big george i can relate to him a lot more than i thought i would and dude you, i think i hit him up the other day just, just keep doing what you're doing like what he's doing for the kids 100 percent, i get it dude and to do it in your community that you grew up like i'm over here you know i live in covina now I'm definitely different lifestyle there's still issues here you know there's everywhere's gonna be but dude to do it in the community that you're doing it in Dude, that's badass because that's where you're needed. And that's why, you know, you know, I think he's religious. I'm not sure. If God put you there for a reason, you know, that, that that's your that's your role. And, you know, you're teaching kids a lot, like a lot about life. Just, you know, good job, dude. Just proud of you. Say hi to your dad. I actually worked with his dad no at the Repo Company. Uh, great. Welcome me. Like, just made me feel comfortable. And then later on, we found out, hey, you know my son? You went to Mountain View? Yeah, man. And then he ended up knowing my father-in-law, so... Small world. Small Amani. world. Amani. Actually, I don't yeah. even want to say small world. It's just Amani. Typical Amani for you. And then Izzy. Um, dude, good job on the first podcast. That was good. Uh, you're a great friend. Great friend to Hector. Great friend to everyone. Uh, great person all around. Yeah, dude. He's just he's a good guy. Uh, we played softball together when he was playing. And we both lived in Chino Hills at the time. So we would carpool. We had some good conversations, man. He... he uh, I know he's not on the 
I don't want to say on the side of the law, but I know he has different views than I do about law enforcement because obviously I, you know, I would want to be in that field. Um, but yeah, no, we talked about it. You know, he knows my intentions. I'm sure. Hopefully, you know, if I do get in to law enforcement, maybe some of your guys' opinions might change. It's like, hey, um, like, hey, I know someone now. I, I have like, family in law person, enforcement. So. Yeah, no, I, I've, I've, well, I mean, it's good that that was number one, so it's kind of the last one. But I mean. I don't think all law enforcement is terrible. Like, I've realized that. Just like in anything. You know, you might go to a fucking, I don't know, where could we go today? Let's say you go to McDonald's and then fucking cashier's shit. You're like, that's a shit person doing a shit job. Yeah. Same thing with law enforcement. That's what I've realized. There's some that are shit and do, look, I mean, luckily. Um, unfortunately, those are the ones that make the news. Those are yeah. the ones that get attention. You don't hear about the great cop doing, you know, you, when you, I share those videos when you see that, hey, this fucking guy pulled over and then he because he he needs to fix his tie so the cop did it for him like dude that's beautiful like that's what you need in your community dude, there is a lot of that that doesn't, doesn't get, get shared, shared. yeah Amani PD dude like I know they you know a, a lot of our listeners or your listener not our listener but our listeners yeah listening um, because of you you know there's a lot of good people in there like people that like I actually I applied for there they had a small opening uh I thought I thought I was in. I was really close. Uh, it didn't work out. They they froze the hiring, and that was they just barely opened it up. So, um, I met a lot of good people, like you know David Avalos, um, senior. He ran the torch program. My brother would help him. He took me on a ride along, dude. I got to see how it was out there, dude. You know, if 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 some of you, you know, don't. Or have your certain view about law enforcement, I'd recommend go on a ride along. Just like, you know, a lot of my views in life is, you know, I put myself in their shoes to see how it is. Because the media is always going to spin it. Like, they'll, they'll just show the incident, but they don't show what happened. They don't show the resolution. Like, nothing. They just show that little clip and, you know, that's it. You know, a lot of, part, a lot of the time they're like, oh, he was found justified. And then people get upset, but it's like, dude, you, you don't have all the information. Like... And I'm not saying everyone's perfect because no one's perfect. Yeah, there is there's those bad incidents. Um, I think for Rudy, like the one that I got upset at was uh, the Parkland shooting where the guy was there and he's going to court. They're taking him to court for not going inside. Yeah. Like if that was me, dude, my daughter, your daughter, anyone, I'm willing to risk my life for them. I don't mm. know you. Like, but that's my job. Not not that it's my job, but, you know, I feel like that's my purpose and that's what I'm going to do because that's the kind of person. So him not doing that, that's coward. Just, dude, like, imagine how many people you could have saved. Yeah. Dude, you have a gun. You know, you have, you can do it. Like, but he didn't. So, you know, on that one, it's just like, dude, I can't, I can't even say anything about that. You just, we'll see what happens. Um, But, yeah, on that one, you know, I, I don't agree with with that but a lot of the other ones it's just like you know i see it from both sides and i see the shit they have to go through like so just people talking shit they want to get a reaction out of you so and a lot of it honestly like when i I recently went on a ride along not too long ago because i applied for bell gardens police department and uh i rode with a younger kid well not kid he was probably like 26 27 so i'm older than him um dude respect gets respect like if 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 they, they pull you over and you're just like, oh, why you pull me over? Blah, 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 blah. 
Like, dude, they need a reason to pull you over. So they have something on you. Just figure out what it is. Like, oh, no, like, yeah, cool, whatever. You show them your insurance. They're going to see you're not up to nothing bad. They're like, all right, cool, yeah, just go about your business. Like, I think on all the ride-alongs I've gone on, we gave one ticket. And this lady was being an absolute freaking biatch. So normally, he was going to give her a chance, too, because she didn't have her... She didn't have insurance. She just pretty, pretty much what I did, but, you know... Luckily, I knew the officer, and also, you know, I'm I'm not up to no good or nothing like that. But she was just mouthing off. She was saying we were racist, that we pulled her over. But it was like, dude, like we didn't. You were like literally speeding. That's why you got pulled over. We couldn't. We don't see who's in the car. Like, you were, you were so just fast. going so fast. Like that's why you got pulled over. And uh, she was just complaining, saying that they're racist. Like this happens all the time. If she was driving a different car. Like, it wouldn't have met, like, no, like, dude, you're going, like, 50 and a 30, you're going to get pulled over no matter who you are. Um, but, yeah, so, he was going to even give her a chance and be like, hey, you don't have this, you don't have this, you don't have it. She didn't have nothing, no insurance, no registration, she had just bought the car, supposedly, um, but she didn't have a license, she didn't have insurance. So, he was going to let her park it on the side, but no one can move the car for her. Like, her passenger didn't have a, a driver's license, so... He's like, all right, sorry, I have to, I have to tow it. Like, if, if it just, it is what it is. So he was still gonna give her a break after, and then she just blew up, and he's like, all right, well, whatever. She's being, you know, yeah. not, not. I'm just, I, I personally, I've, I've had such terrible experiences with cops, and I've had pleasant ones. I was, a, you know, I still am an immigrant, but I mean, we couldn't get licenses back in the day, and I was driving home from Chuck E. Cheese. Cop pulled over next to me and just told me, where, the, where are you going? I said home. He goes, you had a license. I said, no. Nah. Why the fuck would he tell me that? Because then you're going to tell me to show you, and you're going to be like, oh, you're lying to me. And then, you know, I'm going to put myself in the worst spot. So I was like, hey, man, seem all right. Go home. I don't want to see yeah, you again. Good. And that's happened. But I've been in the spot where I, I, I'm not in shape by any means. I was in good shape earlier on in my life. I was running. I got a gun pulled on me. I, well, I mean, okay, so let me put you in this scenario, okay? I'm running down the street. You know Max and Magnolia. You know by the laundromat? Mm-hmm. I used to run at night because I used to bartend, get off work late, two, three, and I go, I go for a run. I wanted to get back in shape. I was already in shape. So now, so now I'm sprinting. So I'm running down the street, and I just obviously it's a cop car, right? Because they shine the light right in front of your face. I have headphones on. This is before Beats or yeah, Bluetooth yeah. and all that. So you got the little, little fucking string hanging down, phone in my hand. The light is fucking shiny, blinding, whatever you want to call it, right in my face. And I'm like, what the fuck? So I put my hands up. To like try to see what the fuck's going on, and mm-hmm. I, just, I could see him step in front of the the light. The light, you could make his figure, and he has his hands out, like you know, yeah. around his pistol, like aiming at me. So I'm like, oh, what the fuck? And you know, so my hand, my reaction is to, be, I don't know what you're supposed to do. My reaction is to take off my my headphones so I could see what the fuck yeah. he's yelling something at me. But I'm running with music on, loud, something motivational, not mm-hmm. motivational. I mean, like some fucking rock, heavy metal type shit to like. Get the blood flowing. Yeah. And as I'm, re- you know, taking them off my ears, I'll hear put your fucking hands out. Put your fucking hands out. Get the fuck on the floor. Turn the fuck. And I'm like, what the fuck did I do? Like, yeah. I'm running, right? So I, like, I have my hand in my, I mean, my phone in my hand. So he's like, drop whatever the fuck's in your hand. Let it go. I'm like, the oh, fuck? This shit expensive as fuck. Like, you stupid. So I'm like, all right, I'll turn around. So I'm like, turning around. And he grabs me and he throws me against the car. He's like, the fuck you doing out here? And I'm still holding on to my phone, right? So he's like trying to like, I'm kind of letting him out, dude. He has, I, 
I don't know how most people react. I know Ernie's gangster as fuck because I know he got a gun pulled on him and he was still gangster as fuck. But a cop, I'm like, dude, what the fuck? So I'm just kind of letting him like kind of detain me, right? I thought he was going to put handcuffs on, but he doesn't. So I'm like, what the fuck? What, what are you doing out here? And like like you said, I don't know if he did it like that, but he just kind of like chilled. Like, what the fuck are you doing out here? So I'm like, running. <laughs> what the fuck? And he's like, you match a suspect's description. La, 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 just giving me the rundown. And I'm like, Oh, dude, I'm just jogging, man. I'm running. I just got off work. I do this every night. This is my route. I do this every night. And he's like, starts patting me down. Do you have anything on you? And I, dude, I've said it before in George Artie's podcast. I have a knife on me. So, like, yeah, I got a, a, a knife in my right pocket. So, like, he's all, grab it. And, like, dude, I'm like, I, this, is before, this is before social media blew up and all that. This is, I'm, I was like 22, 23. So, maybe seven years ago, seven, eight years ago. So I just reach in like a fucking idiot and I grab it and I bring it out. It's a big old fucking shank. Like, what the fuck are you doing with that? And I look up at who he's pointing the gun at me. And I'm like, oh, fuck. Like I put it on this, the front, like on, the, on his um, hood. He goes, why haven't you let go of the phone? Like, I'm not going to break it, dude. Like <laughs> this shit's expensive, you know? He goes, put it down. So, I, you know, like I, I put it down and I, I was like, it was like three in the morning, two, three in the morning. So it's like adrenaline, nerves. It's cold. I'm kind of shaking. He was like, why are you all jittery? Like, are you on something? I was like, dude, I told you what I was doing, man. Like, check the fucking phone. I have the Nike app, Nike running app. Like, I'm, I do this every night. And he goes, you match the description, you know. Like, I could have blown your fucking head off. And I'm like, I'm glad you didn't. Like, what, what am I supposed to do? And he goes, when I say put your fucking hands on, you put your fucking hands on. I was like, I had the headphones on, my man. Like, I, I couldn't hear shit. And he's like... Do you have your? I, I didn't have an ID at the time. I didn't have anything. So he's like, license and register, license or like an ID. And I, was like, I don't have one. So, so you just go out running like this, you, like you're not committing crimes or whatever. I'm like, dude, check the fucking app. Like I'm tracking where I'm running. Like you know, I don't know if you remember that app, but it had yeah, like yeah. little green or red, whatever. Yeah. Like if you're slowing down, I'll check the fucking app, man. And so like five minutes, like you know, go by, and he kind of chills out. He goes, so what are you doing? I'm like, dude, I bartend. I get off work late, so I come, and he's like, dude. You could get killed out here. And I was like, dude, I see a gangster on the street, and I know him. Like, And that's what one of my favorite quotes was. Not favorite, but like what I would tell the homies. Like, dude, I see a gangster, and I feel safer than when I see a fucking cop. Like, in my city. You feel me? And, like, he just boiled it down. Like, where do you live? I told him, like, dude, literally down the street. Like, why are you running from here then? Because that was a little suspicious, too. I'm like, dude, I go down, find you. I make a left. I go down Maxon to find you. Make a left. Go down. Go this way. Then I run Durfee all the way down to Ramona, and I'm go all the way down. Yeah, I used, to do, like, I used to do like 10 <laughs> miles a night, and I got in really good shape then. Yeah. <laughs> That's when Izzy was doing MMA shit, so I was just kind of working out on the side with him. And um, so I kind of like, okay, like, what are you doing? And so he told me, just go home. I'm like, dude, he kept my knife, and so he just followed me as I walked like towards my house. I'm like, dude, you're going to follow me. At least give me a raise. I can't do that. Only if I only yeah. only if I arrest you, you want to be arrested? I'm like, dude, all right. So I put my headphones on and I'm walking like he shines a light on me, he goes, Take the fucking headphones off. Like I was like, dude, like at this point, you know, it was like whatever, dude. Yeah. I'm going home. I go home, whatever. Not nothing happens. Another time, we're walking on the street. Me, Ernie, and one of the homies. Gangster ass homie. Tatted, blasted full up down the body. Just walking. He comes, pulls over next to us, gun drawn, like Get your ass on the floor. Me and Ernie, sit on the Put your hands, you know, I don't know if you know the drill. Yeah, hands yeah. behind the back, legs yeah. in front of Cross. you, one over the other. Yeah. He handed it was the homie. And 
I'm not a loud mouth, but I'm a loud mouth. I'm like, dude, what the fuck? Like, I'm the dangerous one, you know? Like, he's a safe one. Why the fuck are you um, a re- uh, fucking handcu- handcuffing him? Like, dude, you got to be careful. Like, I'm going to take out front. He just kind of like, what the fuck? Shut the fuck up, la, la, la. And I'm like, dude, just because he's tatted, like, that's, are you profiling or what the fuck? Like, shut your fucking mouth. And I'm like, dude, this isn't cool. Like, what has he done? Like, you know, because they turn him around on the floor. Like, they're handcuffed and they're like, on the floor, like face down, and I'm like, dude, this is not right. Like, you know, I hope the neighbors see this, like, because we're in a residential area. I'm like, I hope somebody comes outside and sees what the fuck you're doing, because this isn't right. He runs our shit, sees that we have nothing, we nothing on our record. So he's like, okay, you guys can go home. He made him stay for whatever reason. We had to leave, you know, because mm-hmm. another unit showed up. So I went my way, Ernie went his way. Next, we hear from him. Oh yeah, he let me go a little while after, but mm-hmm. he was just giving me shit. And it's like, I'm a regular dude. If I'm having these experiences with you cops, like imagine what the gangsters are going through, and then they share their story, and I don't say they try what they do or wrong what they do or whatever. You know, they do it for whatever reason. But I've also heard great stories. I have family in law enforcement mm-hmm. now, like now that I'm older, and of course I never wish anything bad to happen to any cop, to any gangster, to anything. Mm-hmm. You know, I just. But if they do their job, they're still gonna have a bad rep. You feel me? Yeah. So it's like, it's a, there's no win situation. And all I'm saying is like, they got to hold each other accountable because they say like, oh no, like the brotherhood, there's the same way. I think me and Phil were talking about it. Like they don't, they look out for each other because at the end of the day, that's who, like, you know, that's who you go to work with every day. If you're writing people out now, like, hey dude, that guy's a snitch. I've never been a cop, so I don't know how they, they deal with it exactly. But you hear all these stories after the fact, the corruption, they took money. Some of them were in on with the gangsters. It's like, yeah, yeah no, and then you let it slide. That's and, like, yeah. no, that's like, that's not okay. Like, it's just like how, yeah, there is a brotherhood. Just like you know, baseball. You know, we go to war together. Blah blah. blah. You know, you go through this shit together. You know, it builds a bond. So obviously, it's super hard to get in. So obviously, they're not going to just hire anyone off the street. So you got to just give them like, hey, you know, this guy we hire based off integrity. So you got to give them the benefit of the doubt. However, being with someone every day and working with someone every day. You're going to hold your person accountable, right? So like, hey, Ozzy's not running. He's not working hard doing his fielding drills. He's not hitting. You know, he's not listening, going the other way. You know, you would hold myself. You would hold me accountable. Like, hey, like, pick it up, dude. You're dragging ass. So it's, it's going to be the same thing. So I'm not in. Like, I mean, I'm not in, but I've seen, like, I know a lot of people who are, who are in it. Like, no, I have friends. Like friends. Like yeah, friends. friends. And I want them to be lot. safe, you know? I want them to be safe. I don't want nothing to happen to yeah, them. Yeah, no, exactly. I mean, you want them to... To any of them, I mean. Like, to any... But, I mean, they'll hold each other accountable. They're not going to put it out there. But, like, hey, if you're on the shit list, with, like, internally, they're trying to bounce you out. For sure. Like, they don't they don't want a bad name. Because they're there, you know, to do good. You know, the reason I want to be in it, the reason they just wants to be in it, are the right reasons, but then some people might not get in for the right reasons, and then you know eventually they're just doing stupid shit, and they'll get bounced out, dude. They they don't like it, so they'll try to get them fired. Any any little thing, they'll fire their asses. It's the hardest job to get and the easiest job to lose. So I don't know, maybe because I see this side of it, and then again, I mean, with with the story, it's just running at three in the morning, like I've got, I've been out. Like, yeah. And you don't see people running, you know, with, yeah. and I mean, you're fine. You just got to, f- yeah. like, hey, you know, this is, this is what's it. This is it. Like, hey, I have nothing to hide. As long as you're that, I'm like, all right, cool. But whatever. If he was having a bad day, whatever, 
three in the morning is probably like already end of shift. So he's just like, all right, dude, I got to just make sure this fool goes home. And, you know, he's telling the truth. Because you got to remember, like, dude, they see the shit of the shit. That's true, too. Like, they can't afford. I, like, I can't afford to give someone the benefit of the doubt. I have to be, you know, trust but verify. Like, okay, you know, I let my guard down for one second and what happens? I'm going to get stabbed. I'm going to get shot because I didn't pat him down right. Like, and you think like, oh, well, they're just like, you know, being ready, like they're profiling. But like a lot of the time, like the reason they're in certain areas is because like, hey, you know, there's been a lot of break-ins and they're, you know, it's just one person or it's two people. Like there's a correlation to it. So it's not like they just go and want to just bust your ass. Like sometimes, yes, but that's like also in context. Like when I went on the ride along, there's this little gang and young kids dude young kids like 14 15 year olds driving cars already and having like two grand in their pocket like doing bad stuff like yeah you know you, you do whatever you got to do for a reason so again like you know growing up on that i i understand dude like fucking when i wasn't working i was freaking uber driving i do whatever it takes to take care of my family so you know just holding yourself accountable doing it the right way the best you can some other people don't have options. They don't have those options. So they have... That's it. So, I mean, I understand it too. It's not the best choice. Hopefully things get better and you don't have to live that lifestyle. But there's bad people. They do bad stuff. And sometimes it takes them to go to jail to find out like, shit, you know, this isn't worth it. You know, I got to change my life. So I'm not saying it's perfect because it's, it's messed up. People get thrown in jail like... For no reason, and then the lawyers they just want a quick conviction, and that's not the cop's job. The cop's job is just, hey, you know, you broke the law, Let's yeah, you it. broke the law, we just got to arrest you, then just go to the judge. So it's just like, hey, yeah, it is part of their job, and then they're just, you know, they're, they're just doing their job. Like, you know, you got to use your common sense, hey, there's a bunch of burglaries around here, and this one guy in the hood happens around three in the morning. Maybe not the best idea. I'm sure in the back of your mind, like, damn, maybe this is not the best idea. But whatever. This is the only time that you're going to have. Yeah. So, I mean, it is what it is. And, you know, hopefully you explain it. And, like, hey, I'm not a bad person. This is, I, like, if you're up to no, if you're up to no good, you're going to get nervous. and You're going to talk shit. But if you're not, you're going to be like, like, hey, like, no, like, this is normal. Like, and every situation is different. So, you know, I can't speak on everything. But, again, it's just, you got to put yourself in their shoes as well. You know, a lot of the time we say, hey, you're profiling, you're harassing me. No, they pull you over for a reason. Like, no, like they show up because someone called the cops on you because you're hanging out and they think you're a threat. So who are you going to call? You're not going to call freaking your uncle to come over here. You're going to call your local law enforcement to come check it out. So you got to consider that side, too. And I think I see more of that side. So like when I see other posts, again, like Iran and Izzy probably post the most, but you know, I, it also makes me see the other side of the coin. Like, yeah, I can't always be 100% on this side. Because, yeah, people do mess up. They're human beings. Like, dude, do you want me out there laying my guard down and, oh, fuck, Ozzy got shot, dude. Like, well, that's part of his job. That's what he signed up for. It's like, no. It is, but yeah, it isn't. Yeah. Like, dude, how I said, like, I would want to coach for a living. Like, dude, what better, what better, you know, career to help people, like, help my own community. That's why with, like, Amani, I was, like, really hoping to get in, but whatever. It didn't happen. It is what it is. But, dude, like, just on the oral interview, I just killed it just because I was just like, hey, I grew up here. Like, I know what it's like. You know, I can talk to the kids. Like, they, they like that part of it. So, 
like to give back to your own community would be great. Like those are the reasons and, you know, the aspirations that I have to be in law enforcement. And, you know, what's better than, than, than stopping a crime, preventing it before it even happens. And it can be considered, okay, profiling, but like, hey, you know, there's a group of freaking four people in a car. They match the description. They have been committing crimes all week. Like, dude, they're, they're going to pull it over. It's just, like, make good decisions. And hopefully that's what I'm trying to teach my kids as well. Like, come on, make good decisions. Like, there was a shooting in the, uh, like, at a graduation party in West Covina. I think oh, yeah. I think someone died. I think, yeah. I think also in Azusa. Dude, that sucks. That's not their fault. Like, but also, like, hopefully what I could teach my kids, it's like, dude, have the wherewithal to recognize, like, hey, like this, this crowd's a different crowd of not what I'm used to. Like maybe I shouldn't be here. Like, but it it all comes with like you know, hold yourself accountable, make good decisions, and you know, don't put yourself in bad situations. Sometimes, hey, it's gonna happen. You know, like I'm just wrong place, wrong time. That's all it is, and just get through it. Boom, go. Because they don't want to waste their time. Like, dude, oh, I stopped this guy, but nothing. Yeah, fine. All right, go. Like, oh, we we actually have to go find these bad people. They are committing crimes. Like. Their intentions are not to harass people and, like, dude, they want to catch bad guys. They don't want to bust people's balls. They are just hardworking, like, and they'll let you go for the most part, too. Like, we pulled over this kid and uh, he didn't have, he ran a stop sign. Super nervous and just, we're like, but the guy recognized he was, a, like, a good kid. He was just going to go out. So he's like, hey, you know, sign the ticket. Just letting you know. I might be busy and I might not show up, so just go to court and you might not even have to pay anything. You might have to pay 10 bucks. So he's like, oh, okay, thank you, thank you, thank you. So now hopefully he's more careful, you know, driving, not rolling stop signs. Um, but yeah, they're just, I see it more on that side, that's why. It's, but, you know, I like that you guys do post that just because, you know, I also see the other side. So that way I don't, I want to put myself in the other shoes as well, so. I encourage you to follow it too, because like I told you, Saad, I know when you get in there, you're going to be one of the good ones. And I'm like always, you're going to lead by example. And I mean, I just want to reiterate, like, I don't hate them all. Like, it's just that I've seen it personally. Like, the bad, you know, just yeah. like, straight up, just come, start profiling. We're just hanging out, same thing, you know, if we were in a different area, maybe they wouldn't do it. But just because it's the hood, you know, you can't hang out. Like, what the fuck are we doing? Come, handcuff us all on the curve type thing. So it's like, Nobody has to tell me that story. I lived it. Yeah. And all we did was hang out. We had, we weren't having any drinks. There was no drugs involved. No nothing. We we're just hanging out in the front yard. And out of a sudden, there's ten. Ask her any about this story. There's like ten police fucking um, cruisers. That's how old we are. <laughs> cruisers, not the SUVs they drive around now. And we're just like, what the fuck, dude? And like, oh, you guys are up to no good. Blah, blah, blah. It's like, well, you could explain it. We're like, dude. We're doing nothing. We're not playing music. We're just hanging out, like talking, you know, like on a fucking Wednesday afternoon. And he had the SWAT team there ready to kill us and shit. Yeah. Well, we, we got to realize that's like someone called that in. And and you, you're not thinking about that. You're just like, fuck, they're just like someone had to call that in for that response. Like usually it's just two, two patrol cars, cars. That's it. But for them to roll with that presence... Someone has to call in and say something for them to demand that action. They don't want to write Almani, I'm going to guess. Yeah. Shoot, I'm trying to remember, but there's not many cars. There's not many patrol cars out at the same time. Like, they, they have to have a certain amount. So, 
If there's ten, that's pretty much the whole. Say six ship. or seven, like eight. Like, okay. Yeah, it's, ten maybe even be high, but it wasn't like four. Yeah. It was like eight or nine, seven, eight. That area. What you got to realize is, and then again, just because like you know, I've been on those calls. They're not. Someone called something in to demand that response because that's pretty much the whole ship showing up. So some something made them give that, and it's not your fault. A lot of the, it. Someone they have to respond, so they could say, "Oh yeah, yeah, there's this gangster, and it looks like the same guy that pulled out a knife on." So boom, all right. So they're thinking, okay, someone has a knife. He already threatened someone. You know, we got to go and prepare just in case anything happens. Because again, you let your guard down, like one percent of the time, and that might be it for you. You know, you're not going to come home now just because you let your guard down for one percent. Um, and then they see this shit like every day. So that's not. And again, I'm not saying it's okay, but it's something warranted that response unfortunately for that that's a big presence we we were laughing we're like what the fuck dude because we had nothing on us i mean we everybody had like a knife we always everybody carries a knife i think you used to carry a knife i remember and like so they were just like oh you guys armed like you don't lie to them you know we're done we're like yeah you got a knife and then like they pat you down you show them your knife and they throw it and you're like fuck it's expensive and I mean, it wasn't. It turned out to be nothing because it was nothing. But at the same time, you know, I'm just like, dude. And believe me, they do not want to waste all their resources on a wasted call. Like, dude, imagine, like everyone always talks shit. Oh, you can be doing better. Like, no, dude. Like, someone called us to be here, and that's why we're here. We just want to check it out, make sure, because they got to file a report. All right, we went over here. They got to type it in their system. Okay, no crime committed. Like nothing. Not able to locate. Like the suspect that we're looking for, so they got it. They actually they're held accountable on every single call, so they got to mark it down. Blah blah blah. Trust me, they rather be doing better shit. Like I want to be actually stopping. I want to be helping people. Like when they sign up, they sign up to help people, not like oh they're just violating my rights. Like no, dude. Like for the most part, we call we got called here like to check you out or like hey like you're. They just stole a white CRV, a Honda CRV. And it had a dent on the right panel, and you're you're like that's why we're pulling you over to make sure like hey you're not it. And again, it's just not you can't let your guard down when you're like if you're in the streets and there's a bunch of people they like don't like you. You can't put your guard down. You just gotta always be on the swivel. And then two, that's perpetuated by again the media, and it's like dividing. Like no, dude, like like I follow them on Facebook and stuff. Like they do a lot of stuff for the community. I did. I like, saw dude, that recently like, too. I started following them. Just now that I'm older, I mean, I don't drive nice cars, but I don't get pulled over anymore. Yeah. And it's weird because, huh, as soon as I'm not driving a Civic, I don't get pulled over. I'm like, whatever. I'm going to take that, you know? And so I'm like, okay. I get pulled over once in a great while. Like one time when I first moved out to Movell, it said, your plates don't match. You know, your plates are fucking Almani. Like, what are you doing out here? I was like, oh, I just recently moved out here. Oh, like, Is your license going to say your old address? I was like, yeah. So they saw that it matched up with um, whatever, I guess, they ran my plates. And, and, then- no, and I told them, all they do, like, I worked in restaurants most of the life. I keep saying that. So I'll always buy a meal for, like, a firefighter or whatever. I love firefighters. Firefighters, like, I <laughs> applaud them, dude. I love them. Shout out to Adrian Cardina, my brother-in-law, firefighter. Uh, Angel Villegas. Is he a firefighter? Uh, he was a military firefighter. Okay. Right now he's doing something else now that he's and out of the Mario Camarena. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I yeah. think he's in. Shout out to Oh, and Larry. Larry fucking... Larry. Sergio Larry. Oh, yeah, yes. yeah. I did... No. Uh, 
I did his baby shower. I did a oh, no shit. His baby cool. shower. Yeah, well, actually, Rudy took it for Stephanie. Cool. Uh, but yeah, we did the baby shower. Yeah, and Larry, so, can't forget. I can't believe I forgot about that dude. Super the, cool. They'll, they'll they'll come in or whatever. I'll be like, dude, I'll buy your food. Like, nah, dude, trust me. Like, it's cool. Like, I'm good. And I'm like, nah, man, let me buy your food. And then, uh, sometimes I will because they'll be like, and sometimes like, nah, trust me, dude, it's cool. I, I, I don't know how much they make. I, I don't care. But like, dude, I got it. It's cool. And so I was like, hey man, I'm about to get a burger. Like, you want something? He's like, why? I'm like, you just I, like same thing. I'm an adult now. I was like, dude, you're just doing your job. You know, you you didn't give me no trouble. Pay it forward, you know? Like, keep doing what you're doing. Because yeah. cause I, I appreciate it, too, you know? Like, I've never called the cops on any. Oh, I, I'm lying. I did call once. I'll tell you a story right now. And so he's like, dude, I can't take it. And I was like, why? You know, you know it's just policy. And I was like, yeah, okay, I respect that. Yeah. I was like, no, don't, don't trip, you know? But just... Yeah, so don't... If you're going to do it, don't ask them. Just do it. And okay. And after the fact... So, like, it's like, oh, yeah, he paid for it. Here. Okay. Because they'll always tell you no, because you can't. Okay. You can't. Yeah. Oh, well, I, I did call the cops once because um, I was driving down at my old place. I left Foodfles in Monte of Peck and I mean, Garvey and Valley. And I lived on Maxon, right, by Bills. Yeah. So, I was driving down Valley, make a ride on. Dude, there's this, like, Asian lady in the middle of the street, like, like between lanes. Like, not in the middle. I mean, between lanes, like, where there's it's a two... Two lanes in the middle of the same lane going the yeah, same direction. Yeah, and I was like, I almost hit her. Like I had my lights on and everything, but it was just like, oh fuck! There's you know you don't expect to see somebody walking, yeah. and let alone be right there in the middle. So I just pulled over, and I was like, something's wrong. So I got off, and I you know I approached her. I was like, yo, like you okay? And she turned around, dude, and I'm sure she was on some sort of pills or some shit. Her eyes were like the she size dilated. of like coins like yeah. i'm talking some fucking quarter type eyes yeah. and it just freaked me out so I'm like are you okay and it was like i was in there like she just turned around and like was looking around like i was in there you know like she probably heard the voice so i did call the cops i was like yo man you know i almost hit this lady she's in the middle of the street like i don't want her to get hit but you know she's not responding to me um let me throw it in she was asian so maybe she didn't understand so i was like oh i don't know if she speaks english so you know i don't want nothing to happen to her i tried to get her attention make her come off and she wouldn't like, all right, we'll send a unit. Dude, I stood there, <laughs> and it took like 20 minutes for somebody to show up. And then I told him, hey, dude, I called. This lady was sitting there. It was standing there, and, you know, it's like, luckily it was like, I don't know, 1130-ish when I called. So there wasn't too much traffic. Like, people would see her, and they would avoid, like, honk or whatever. She would just stand there. So it was a little freaky. Yeah. But then I was like, you guys got it? They're like, yeah. I was like, cool, I'm out of here. So I did call the cops once. Cause I, always told, I always prided myself, I'll never call the cops. But I don't, like you said, I don't, who am I going to call? I don't want her to get hit, dude. Yeah. Remember, like, I get home next morning, I hear, oh, this lady died on fucking Valley. Yeah, Cause, yeah. Yeah, so I was like, dude, yeah, yeah. Cause I, I made a right on Max, and I was like, no, Hector, like, nah, dude, she's a human, you know. Yeah. Well, who knows? Who knows what she's going through? I don't know if she was on drugs, dude. I want to say that because I don't know who the fuck she was. But it was just weird because she was just there in the middle of the street. Yeah. So I lost some street cred calling the cops, but that's okay. No, dude, that's, no, that's okay. That, I mean, I've called the cops on... Mainly, and I think this is probably also like one of the driving factors. And then this is just my mentality change because I have kids. I hate bad drivers. Like, dude, like, why do you got to go 100 miles per hour? Like, dude, like, why you got to run? Yeah, like, yeah. And then it, and it's like blatantly drunk drivers. I should be like, hey, I remember, dude, we're driving down. We're going to the mall. So we're driving down Vincent. Dude, this guy was hammered and just weaving through lanes. And I was like, dude, I have to call before he hits someone or runs someone over. Like, I don't want to be my kid. I don't want to be your kid. It doesn't matter. It's if he it's hits somebody's someone, it hurts, kid. It's somebody. Yeah, it's a person. So, like, just again, I couldn't. 
I had to do it. So I just called the cop. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, hey, there's this, you know, um, silver, you know, late model Nissan Altima. I gave them the plate number. I was like, they're just traveling, you know, westbound. They they just passed the mall. So I think that's – or they just went under the 10 underpass. Uh, the police station's right here. So hopefully yeah. they got them pretty quick. I was like, yeah, he's uh, he's weaving in and out. He almost hit a couple people already. He almost hit me. So I was just like, that that's probably my biggest pet peeve because I don't want – drunk drivers or just stupid drivers like all right whatever if you're young get pulled over pay your ticket pay insurance for three years and hopefully that teaches you a lesson to not be driving like a dumbass because you're gonna kill me you're gonna kill my kids or someone's kids so and then that again like when i was young that was me driving like a freaking idiot and like as you get older it's like no like you know there's bigger things in life like you gotta change you're risking a lot for five minutes that you're gonna save on your commute or two minutes like really is that worth it? No, it's not. So, I'm the old guy in the slow lane, man. Yeah, I think I've mentioned it. I'm like driving 70, and if I could get 65 without cars like trying to hit me and all, because <laughs> people get mad. So 70 is cool because I'm still getting good MPG. Yeah, and I'm like I already I have the time down, so I'm like 72 is like perfect, but I can't hold it steady there. I'm like let's just leave it at 70. And I mean, I'm just it's what it is what it is, like you say, because. I'm I'm content with that. I'm like I know where I'm going. I leave early enough, so I'm not gonna be late. Yeah, I'm in no rush to get home. If I'm going anywhere, it's like, dude, I went to the daughter game, and they were like, step on it. And I was like, why? Like we're gonna be late. I'm like, so what? Like we're gonna miss the first inning. We're gonna listen to it on the radio. Yeah, like, I'm like, dude, I'm not I'm not gonna get pulled over, and then we're gonna be late thirty minutes. Yeah, and, I, and that ticket, I don't expect you to pay for it, and I don't yeah. want you to pay for it, yeah. but I'm gonna pay for that. So I'm like, nah, and they're like. Huh? Like the next time you drive, fucker. No, and it was funny because they were like, "I like your attitude." I was like, "I don't," because I'm thinking things through logically, you know. Yeah. Before I didn't, but I guess this is who I am now. When you're younger, and then you just, and then another thing, like the spirit of the law and the letter of the law. Like if you're cool, they're just gonna let you go, and they're like, "Hey, dude, don't do it," just because blah blah blah. You know, you're free to go. Like I'm not gonna give you a ticket. Like on the right, like I think we've only given like two tickets, and I've been like on four or five right. Four, four ride alongs. We gave one ticket. I'd out. be That's down it. to do that to go on a ride along. What, what do I got to do? Just go to like to Amani PD and yeah, do just ask them like, hey, can I go on a ride along? Um, they'll just hook you up with someone if you want to go. Like that same day, or is it like uh, a type of schedule? Like, oh, we could do next Thursday. Well, I knew someone that David Avalos, my brother knows him, helped him in torch. He got me in, so I was riding along with him. We arrested this kid, and he had a warrant. So, I mean, obviously, you got to take them in when they have a warrant. Not necessarily, just depending what it is. Like, we pulled over a hardcore gangster in Bell Gardens, but he's just really respectful, just uh, older OG, and he's just like, hey, it is what it is. It is the life I chose. You know, I didn't make the best decisions, and I have tattoos on my head. He's like, I get it. I get it. He's like, but yeah, I'm not up to no good. Like, I don't have my driver's license. That's why my lady's driving. And just super cool dude. And uh, so, like, okay. And then they're like, well... Or you do have a warrant for driving without the license. And he's like, and if you did or not know, like, whatever, like, just because he was so respectful, they're like, hey, you, you're cool. You know, respect gets respect. You know, you got to go to Los Angeles Courthouse and just take care of it. So just tell me you're going to take care of it and you're on your way. Like, oh, yeah. Like, he's like, I didn't know I had it. So, like, I'll take care of it. He's like, yeah. He's like, you know, you, you've been cool. I don't want to waste. I don't want to ruin your night. Um, I mean, just go and just take care of it. And they let him go, dude. And this was like a OG. Like, and they just they let him go. But with this kid, he was mouthing off. So they're like, all right. Uh, Don't I'm give down. him an excuse, dude. But yeah, dude, go on the ride along. Like, 
Hopefully, can, can I make it seem like oh, it's an investigative piece, or will that trip them out? Just be like, I want to get their story. You know, I'm sure it'll come up. Kind of, I don't know. I, mean, I, I can reach out to a buddy. And, yeah, just tell him. I'd yeah, be down. he's. Uh, I've been wanting to go with him just because he's like. Oh, you do it first. David Avalos' son. David, like he's a good friend. Um, got me into coffee. So hey, shout out David Avalos, Davy on Instagram. Oh, yeah, he sh- should be all right. Uh, um, yeah, super coffee dude wants to start on his own coffee thing. And again, I encourage anything. So he's kind of like hesitant, but dude, go for it. Go for it. Go for it. Yeah, he's good dude. Really good dude. Former wrestler, Covina. Really good dude. Shout out to him. Um, but yeah, dude, he's just a good guy. You know, I would never want to see anything bad happen to him. But um, yeah, I mean, they're just all—they're always going to get a bad rap, no matter what. And it is what it is. Again, they—they they do understand going into it. So you know, they'll. they'll... One thing I can tell you, like, uh, police departments are really trying to be more uh, community policing type, like old school. Um, they're really making big pushes. So, like, if they're doing it, like, how how it's getting implemented or not, I don't know. Every city is different because every city has their own department. But just so you know, they're making a big push. Like, so, like, chiefs are trying to get on social media. Police departments are trying to to have Facebook pages and promote, like, National Night Out. So that way you can see, like, hey, they're normal people. They're just, you know, people always say, oh, yeah, to serve and protect talking shit. But, like, no, dude, that's that's why they signed up, dude. Like, like and a lot of the guys that are in, like they're, like, dude, I, Isaac is, dude, one of us. He went to Mountain View, baseball player. Like now he's a canine, like doing good. Like on that ride along, what I was trying to say is, uh, I ended up the night with him, and his canine unit was kind of cool. So we kind of got to catch up, and I think it was around the area somewhere. But yeah. Go on the ride along, ride along for sure. Set it up for me. I'm not being lazy, but just like if you could get yeah. me like a, if you could get yeah, if you could get it done for me, that'd be you know badass. Because then I just I'd be down. Because I, I, like I said, I have had good experience. Majority of mine have been bad. The people in my social circle, be it good or bad, majority of them have been bad. I have friends, I have family in it. You know, Gilbert Bay, one of my old bartenders I used to bartend with. Now he's a cop. You know, he's a sheriff. And I messaged him like, "Congrats!" Shout out to Gilbert. Shout out to Gilbert. I told yeah. him, dude, "Congrats!" Some stuff for the business. So. Be, be safe, kid. You know, be yeah. safe. I told him, like, be safe. Be careful out there. Gilbert just had a baby. Like, be safe out there. Yeah, dude. You know, like, and I don't just mean that because they're my friends. I mean that to any of them. You know, be safe out there. The streets are hungry, man. You know, they'll eat. It. They'll eat people dude, alive. We live in the real world, and dude, there's bad people out there. Yeah, there is. And it, but see, my I guess argument is some of them happen to wear a badge. Uh, some of them, it, a very select few. So I'm not gonna say they're all no, perfect. No, no, yeah, and the same thing. Like not all gangsters are bad, dude. A lot of them do so much for the community. <laughs> like it's funny. Like they, you know, it's they, they can't boast about it though. They can't have a hey, dude, we're doing turkey giveaway shit. Yet some of them do, and it's beautiful to see because you're like fucking the new Robin Hood. You know, feeding the poor in your own community. Yeah, that money would might have not been fucking. Got in the fucking right way, but I mean, again, I understand you got to do what you got to do, but then it, it all starts with holding yourself accountable and making good decisions. And again, you know, for me, it starts when you're little, and then like the coaching, just to bring it back around full circle. Like, dude, I want everyone to do good and never get in trouble and never have bad experience. But hey, we we don't make the best decisions. We don't hold ourselves accountable all the time. So 
If we go into there, I could talk about how my people. Oh, you know, I, I I'm on social media, right? I read people's stuff, and they always say it's such a fucked up world. Honestly, it's the best time to be alive. Like this is even when we're at war and we're bombing people. This is the the safest time to ever be alive in the history of humans because we're not fighting fucking tigers for dominance. We're not being attacked by wolves. And also, you got to look back and look at like Alexander the Great and all those conquests. And people say, how can we make the world a better place? I say, I always say it starts with school, like with children. And I would say school, man, like a lot of these schools are Don't under, assholes either. understaffed. <laughs> that too. And if you teach the kids young, like, it, you know, you're talking sports, but I just mean in general and everything, you know, let them know, hey, guys, school's not going to be for everybody. Hey, guys. That's fine. Do your best at whatever you do. Just yeah. do your best. Hey, guys, like teach them the real shit. Because a lot of one thing people don't know is like school, the school system was put in for like factory jobs. Like that's why there's fucking... Uh, Bowels, like you know, that's your lunchtime. That's whatever, because conditioning, conditioning for work. Like that's why you know, you know, the are you able to graduate is like, it's not, sometimes schools are not good enough to graduate into college. Like they're not credible enough. It's like okay, you're good enough to be able to do this stupid ass low paying job. So if you tell these kids like, hey, dude, like you're struggling to just be average. Like you know, like you got to give it a little more. Some kids that will work on them. I remember a teacher told me like. You're not that good at math. Like, you're really good at everything. And I was in fourth grade. She told me, you're not good at math. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, why not? She goes, you're behind. And I always thought, like, I was not special, you know, but your parents tell you you're special. Your teacher tells you you're special. Dude, math became my favorite subject because I was like, I didn't say, like, fuck you because I was too young to, like, understand all that. But I was like, like I'm going to prove them wrong. I'm going to be good at math. So I did all the times tables and all that. Like, I learned that quick division. Dude, I was already teachers. late. Teachers are very, very undervalued. The undervalued, dude. Like the really good ones. Like, oh, oh my I God, could dude. think about them, dude. I, st- I, I, I wish I would have not had an ego. Not that I had an ego, but just to go, gone back and say thank you. Because now I, I have no clue where they're at. Was it? Who are we talking about? The math teacher? I think he gave up. Mr. Tran or? Miss, oh, Mr. Wang? Mr. Wang. Yeah, dude. He was just. Like, he, he was a good teacher, dude. He. There's some that know how to motivate you. Yeah. So maybe like, dude, you're doing good, but you're falling behind. Maybe that was her way to push you. And it did. And it worked. <laughs> dude, so there's some very special teachers I have friends that are teachers right now. Dude. that I will, Like you said, you know, like, I'm like, I'll throw it out there. Cynthia Cruz, like she's doing that. Have you seen her? She's having fun with the students. I'm like, dude, yeah. you're killing it. And she, she, she did, I don't know if she still does, with like kids that are troublemakers or whatever. And I'm like, dude, that's exactly what they need. Because these kids come to school dreading it. Like this, these these aren't the talented kids in the special program. These are the kids like just fuck. You got to drag them there. And they're and not bad. No, that's the thing. But you're making school fun for them. And I mean, I have a friend in um, I think it's Oakland, and she's working like in one of the worst places to work. And she's out there like I'm teaching these kids how to read, and they're like sixth graders. You know, they're, they're, they shouldn't be learning. And she's patient with them. Like she'll do stories or whatever, just teaching them little by little. Like hey. You know, you're behind, but it's not the end of the race. Like, it's not a race, but you can still catch up. Yeah. You can still get ahead. And I'm just like, dude. And, you know, they had to go on strike up there because, dude, they're not paying them shit. Oh, because the cost of living. But, dude, you're right next to San Francisco. Yeah. And, like, where where are you going to live? Like, yeah. And it's terrible. Like, that teachers have to go on strike. Teachers, nurses, doctors, dude, pay oh. them whatever they want. Yeah, dude. Pay them whatever they want. Like, invest in your kids. Like, it. it I mean, it's... It sucks. Like, especially, like, the poorer schools have so much turnover. 
Like, yeah. and you have a good teacher for like a year or two, and then they have to balance because, dude, like they're not getting paid enough. So they find them a better gig. It sucks, but yeah, no, teachers are super undervalued, and you know, you you just have those special ones that are are really good and impactful. Again, the, there's some human ones too. They're gonna be like, hey, you know, this kid's messy. I'm not gonna even waste my time anymore. Yeah. I'm just gonna focus on these kids who want to do good. And then it's not their like different. Everyone's dealt a different hand. And you just got to make them realize, hey, you know, it's not your fault, but it's not too late to, again, like catch up to the race. You can get a new hand, like learn this stuff. You get to call, you have a better opportunity for something else or graduate. Like you don't have to, some people don't want to go to college. My brother didn't go to college. He owns his own business. He's making, he's doing, he's doing good. Like I saw he was at the fucking Dodgers World Series game in Boston. Yeah. So like, I mean, yeah. Do what makes you happy. That's all that matters. Like, if, if you do what you love, you're not even working anymore. It's just, you're just doing living. what you do. Yeah. 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 You're working, working to live. That's it. You're not it's living beautiful. to work and wasting your life. So, but yeah, dude, super undervalued. I Teachers. It's looking at the notebook. Hold on. Oh, yeah. Oh, it kind of goes into, into the same thing, but, uh. Since we're in a little break, um, I just want to throw it out there. I was a fuck-up because of myself. Like, you know, you were mentioning all the good dads. I had a great dad growing up. I still do, you know. And I've, I've asked myself, you know, because I do a lot of self-reflection now that I'm older. I'm like, dude, why? What was I looking out for at the streets? I remember my parents telling me, like, whatever you're looking for out there, you're not going to find. You know, you have everything you need in this house. It's just one of those cliche things parents say. Yeah. But how, now I'm like, I did have a blast, dude. I had so much fun. You know, those terrible decisions make great stories because I'm still here. Yeah. But I had such a great dad, so I, I don't want to interrupt you because you were talking about all the good dads, but I had such a good dad. He couldn't be there for my games because he was working fucking endless hours like I am today now, and you know? you got to sacrifice And sometimes. yeah, that's the thing. But he was there at all the big things, you know, like graduations, the weekends, like this guy just works 60, 70 hours and he's fucking beating like, dad, I want to play catch. Like, I, I've been throwing a little faster. Like, I've been working on a curveball. Like, you don't even pitch. I know, but like, let's go to the park. You know, my older brother liked cars, so like. We're going to work on this today, mijo. He made time for everything and everybody. Yeah. Still still married to my mom today. Four of you guys? Five of us. Five. Ooh. And Got me beat by one. And he got everything done. And I'm so proud of him. You know, it's weird to say proud of your dad. But, I mean, I'm not religious anymore. I think, you know, when, but he still is very religious. And he just put his head down and worked and worked and worked. Worked from one shitty job to a less shitty job to a less shitty job to a decent job, to a good job, to a better job, to now a career. Like, my dad has no papers, had no papers, no English, didn't know the language, came over here at 17 years old and just said, like, I'm over here to make a better life for you kids. And now, you know, what is it, 2019? He just bought his house 2017, you know. Nice. He's living the American dream. I tell him, like, when are you going to retire? And I go back to Mexico. My granddaughter is here. My kids are here. Like, this is my life now. Like, yeah. I, I'm an American. Now he has a citizenship, you know? Hell yeah. Like, now he's an American. He can vote. Like, he trips him out. Like, dude, I can vote. Like, he's paid taxes his whole life. Like, he's always done everything by the book. Everything by the book. And that's why I, I'm like, why was I such a fuck up? You know, when he had, I had the best example at home. And I mean, I couldn't be prouder of him. You know, the, to this day, he gets up at 2 a.m. Because he has to be at work at 3. He works 16-hour shifts. Because he's a truck driver. And every day, like, sometimes I'll be getting home. Like, right now, I won't see him tonight, right? But I'll get home, and I'll be like, 
it's so dead. Like, it's like, just another day, man. Just another day. It, when you're a parent, it's just like that, dude. Just like, <laughs> dude, if I feel like the past three years, it's just, just like that. Just every day, day by day, day by day. Like, they'll ask my wife. Like, they'll ask me, but like, I don't know. I, I just go to work. I do the, the, the easier stuff. I think being a stay-at-home mom is harder, honestly. Yeah. Like, I remember being with the kids, like, and cleaning the house and making sure they're fed. And it's a lot. Like, so she gets off of work. Like, work is her break, pretty much. Like, it's 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 tough. So it's just, like, day by day. It's just, as a parent, you just grind it out, and it's all for your kids. So, dude, dad's a good example. So, and... I mean, it is what it is. We still have more time. I hope. Yeah. So, it's never too late. You can do great things still. A lot of people do great things later on in their life. It don't matter. I I, I like the trajectory I'm on. Just like I changed, you know. Not that I was a fucker, but just I didn't take myself seriously. So, now I look back on my life and I'm like, how can, you take your, how can people take you seriously when you didn't take yourself seriously? And then it goes back to holding yourself accountable. Now that you're doing it, you're like, okay, I can do better. Yeah. I can do better. Like they're just a little side check. Some gossip started at work. I'm the job I'm working right now about me and just me being the great employee that I am today. The great work ethic, showing up early, staying late, helping people, covering lunches, whatever, taking my lunch last. You know, I'm always, dude, you guys are hungry. Like, go ahead. And they're like, no, dude, we're all hungry. I'm like, I can hang. I'm all right. Doing the little things that nobody wants to do. You know, the tedious cleaning. I'm like, I'll just do it without anybody asking. We can all go home quicker and i know i know you're not gonna do it and if i ask you you're gonna be like well i did it last so i'll just do it i'll do it so there's no ever hey he didn't do that type of shit yeah so this little rumor started about me being lazy and not working everybody shut it down quick like it never got to me yeah you know that whole like i say something to you and then you say telephone 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 telephone. everybody told me after the fact dude hey this little rumor was going around that you were just kind of not doing your job and we let him know like dude he's here every fucking day working non-stop just working so, whoever told you that is lying or is yeah. trying to get under somebody's skin because that's not who he is. And he's not the type of person to talk about people. So, whatever you're hearing, like, shut it down because that's not true. Yeah, and, like, four different coworkers told me that. And I was just like, you don't have to because I don't care. You know, let people talk. Let them do whatever they want about me, dude. I've, I, I don't know. I'm not too... I guess I'm trying to let go of my ego. So, I'm like, dude, I don't care. Let them. You know, if that's going to make them happy, let them, dude. I'm... Whatever, dude. I'm just another coworker. I clock out yeah. and I'm done. I don't think about this place at all. I don't take it home. And so they were just like, yeah. So we had to let them know that. And I was like, don't tell me who started it. I don't want to know who yeah. told you anything. Like, it doesn't matter to me. And then they're like, that's exactly what we thought you, you were going to say. And then they told me, like, are you surprised that, like, somebody would start the book? I don't care, dude. Like, let them. And it was funny because they're like, you know how, like, we knew it was fake? And I was like, why? And they're like, because we worked with you. And we know that's not you. And I know before at other jobs, he would be like, dude, he's lazy. Like, he works really hard when he wants to. But when he doesn't, he just phones it in. Because I knew, and like, yeah, that is very true. Because <laughs> that's exactly who I was. Yeah, and not, Correct. Correct. Yeah, I'm not denying that. But if you need me to work, like, really hard, like, you can count on me to work really hard. Yeah. But I'm just kind of like, eh, it's Friday. I'm ready to go home. Yeah. Call it in early. Now I'm like, no, oh, dude, I'm, I'm a better person than that. And that's what I mean. Like, I'm my trajectory like now i expect more out of myself so that like i said like people were willing to back me up without me being present or caring but people were willing to do that for me i was like i don't like i'm like whatever like even then i was like thank you for doing that but you don't have to like let them there's there's always gonna be politics and i was just like 
that's work. that's who I am now. Somebody's willing to like stick out for me and say, "Hey, don't say that about him. He's not that person." And I was like, "That speaks volumes about who I'm becoming." So I was just like, "Me and my boss, my boss told me, hey man, you know, you're working really well. I like what you're doing. You kind of struggled at the beginning, you know, on your interview, you killed it, said whatever, whatever, and you're you're, you're killing it again. So good job." And I was just like, "If you're saying that, then there's no fucking, there's no issues here. Yeah, I'm cool." And then. I don't know, dumb story, but just kind of those, you know, it's happened like Validation. a week, yeah, a week ago. So I was just like, that's yeah, cool, man. I don't really, I don't put too much thought into my job right now. I got other stuff. Yeah. And then it kind of goes back to like how you're living your life. Cause like, I kind of learned that very early in wrestling. So wrestling is different from baseball cause it's, it's you. Nobody else. That's it. If you want to slack off during practice, you're going to get your ass beat at the duels or the tournament, whatever. If, if you want to be good, you're going to put the work in and you're going to get – what you put in is what you're going to get out. So uh, like one of uh, – I think it was – I think it was my brother's friend, really good national state chap from Rosemead. Um, and this is like one of the three quotes. So I know I had said to be interesting, you got to be interested. And then the other one was um, be seen, not heard, which I think is – I think I have it on my Instagram thing. But like that just resonated. Like he told me that when I was in senior year, I wish he w- I wish I would have heard that sooner. Because like I knew I was good, but I was good for our program. Like once we got out there, it's like, dude, you ain't shit. You're just you'll get beat by a normal person from a good program. So like I was good, but then I didn't start taking wrestling seriously like my senior year. And I was like, I was a captain, like sophomore, junior, and I was just, I was just good. I could beat everyone or almost everyone in the room. Uh, I'd get to like a certain weight because I was a lightweight and then they beat me. Uh, Jerry, I know, the infamous head and arm. We do a round robin where you go up and weights, up and weights, and then he would be the one that always takes me out or Angel would sometimes get me. Um, but yeah, dude, that's where I learned it. Like, be seen, not heard. Because I'd be like, oh yeah, I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good. It's like my senior year, I was just like, dude, you're not that good. Like, shut your mouth. And if you want to be good, like, let people see that you're good. Don't talk about it. Like, be about it. So, like, that's what's always been in. When he told me that, I was just like, oh, like, it just freaking changes the way I thought about life. I was like, man, like, I'm not I'm not that good. Like, where's my results? Like, it's just me talking. That's it. I'm not good. I haven't won nothing. I never won league. And then uh, every day I would just work hard, work hard, work hard, work hard. And my senior year, I had a, my best year. I wish I would have learned that my sophomore year to be even better but whatever i took it into life so just that always and then it's kind of like what you're saying where it's like all right you know you see me like you don't hear me saying i'm a good employee like you see me being a good employee that's why everyone says i'm a good employee because i don't talk about it i'm about my work so and then again do you have your three i do and i don't i i I don't have a list i I have like a like a favorites like I, i i go from like Times change, yeah. so do my thoughts. So, I mean, I've had like a top one. I, I, I'd still, I'll save that one for last just because it was going to be on my three anyways. But I guess I started with three right now, like in the last few months is like with this project, with this, with my life, with everything I've been doing, I just started working out just like literally like a week ago. <laughs> I just started dieting a little better. I've cut down on... um I, for those of you listening, I'm addicted to soda. Like, I, so people say you can't get addicted, dude. I'm addicted to soda. I fucking love soda. I just said, okay. I love cherry coke. Uh, me it. too. Me too. I love it. I love everything. I, love else all I don't of, care no, about. I love all of them. I don't care about except cherry coke. And I said, okay, I'm not gonna quit because 
last time I quit soda, like I was honestly having like fucking headaches and shit, like <laughs> like withdrawals. So I was like, okay, I don't drink that much, but I have like one soda a day. So I said, okay, I'm gonna have. If I feel like I need a soda, I'm gonna have a soda. Not a full thing, but just I gotta cut it down. So like I did four days out of seven last week where I had no soda. So what I mean, my quote is, "Don't do tomorrow what you can do today," because like like once I get today is too late. But I would get home and I'd be like, well, I'll just do the editing tomorrow. Well, I'll just do whatever. Well, I'll just do the workout tomorrow instead of tonight. And I'm just putting it off one day. Have, and you, ever heard, when- have you ever heard the procrastination quote? I forgot who I heard it from. It's a funny one. This Pro- is not- okay, procrastination like- is a masturbation. Yeah, 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 you're yeah. only fucking yourself? Yeah. yeah. It feels good while you're doing it, yeah. but at the end you're just screwing yourself. And... um So that that's one that lately, you know... It's Sorry, not one- kids. Don't listen to it. <laughs> it's not one of the... Like my all-time favorites, but recently that's been one of my. Hey, dude, I'm working on my website, like making it better. And people have told me, hey, dude, the website's way better, so it's already paying dividends. But I just like I get home, dude. I want to chill. I've been working all day. It's been fucking hot lately out there. It's the desert. It's literally the desert. Like it's fucking hot. I want to just sit back, relax, have a beer and a wine. And I'm like, no, Hector, you're not gonna wake up early to do it. So you do it tonight. And I'll just do it. And it's a lot of behind-the-scenes work because it's not on the website yet. It's not published. Like, I have it saved, but it's not published. So that's been one of my good ones recently. Like, I'll tell myself, don't do tomorrow. Don't do, d- don't do tomorrow what you can do today. So that's been on my, I guess, like my top three right now. Number two would be the top eight on MySpace? Yeah. Okay. Number two would be the one I said on Alex's. Like, you're not going to look. One day your life's going to blink in in your life's going to flash in front of your eyes. Like, make sure it's worth watching. And I feel like I got complacent. I had success, and I don't say success, like, whatever. Like, I just mean, like, I was happy where I was with life, like, at 22, 23. And then I had, like, some hiccups, some bumps, and I came down. And I was just, like, instead of being the person I always was and said, like, this isn't good enough. I need to get back on my level. I found the excuses. Like, all right, it's cool. Yeah, like, dude, I... I don't have papers. I can't find a job that easily. So I'll just get a shitty job and I'll stay here for a little bit. Like, that's not me. I've always just always found something better, found something better. To like, okay, this is good enough. So I said, dude, like, everything, you know, in life. Um, I'm going um, exactly. to make my life worth watching, you know, because, like, all the people I'm talking to, like yourself, everybody has a great story. And I'm like, dude, my story's not that interesting. I'm like, it's just... I'm going to be somebody that I want to tell my daughter about. You know, like, if I write a book, make people want to read it. Like, oh, dude, this guy's a badass. This guy did this. This guy did this. This guy had this obstacle. I know he came and not the... He hit a roadblock and that was it. Like, so I said, okay, I'm going to make my life worth watching. Like, make myself worth listening to, you know, because it's, it's a humbling experience. Like, who the fuck wants to listen to me talk, dude? I'm a nobody. And then I tell myself that, like, dude, you're a nobody. Like, why would people want to listen to you? And so it's, you know, it's humbling, like you being sincere with myself. So I said, okay, I got to do things, not the right way, but do things better. I can't talk fitness and diet when you're this fat ass fool, like, what the fuck? What the fuck are you telling me about yeah. this? I can't talk successive, like, dude, what the fuck? You lost your apartment. Well, I didn't lose my apartment, but I left my apartment. Now I'm 30 years old living with at home. And every time I do that, nothing to be ashamed of in this age. I'm like, dude. I wish I could live at home. But I hate paying rent. <laughs> so, but you know, but I had my own place, so it's like, it, it's just a bump in the road. Like, I'm gonna start this now because it's accountability, like you said. I'm letting it. People are listening. Like, dude, you're living at home. Like, I, 
uh, yeah, I had my own place for a few years, but and I'm gonna get to that again. But I need to like put it out there and be like, okay, this is who I am right now. So that when you're listening two years from now, you could go on this journey with me. Like, see, if I can do it, this piece of shit that fucking does ter- has done terrible things in his life, but he's trying to be better. And you're going, you're not listening to every episode, right? I don't expect people to do that either. But if you could come along with that journey with me, you'll be able to be like, oh shit, like this fool really did it. Yeah, I had my own business. You know, I could talk to you about that, like the struggles and the failures. But right now, it's not active. You know, I'm done with that shit. But if I had my own business that was it's a active, block. people would be like, oh shit, you know about because people would tell me all the time, how would, how did you start? How did you do that? Like right now, nobody do it. nobody <laughs> wants to listen to me talk about that because they're yeah. like, dude, your business failed. Like, it didn't fail. Like, I shut it down on my own. But you you get what I'm saying? Like, yeah, if, if I'm if I'm a healthier person, living a better life with not say a business, but be, being more successful in the eyes of people or whatever, they'll be like, all right, this is somebody worth listening to. So that's why that's my like current number two, and number one for a good while. I mean it more metaphorically than i do actually literally like stop and smell the roses man i keep saying that ah, over yeah. like to stop and just enjoy not the roses man the, whatever it is like go outside on a fucking warm day and enjoy the heat like today was 105 when i left my house <laughs> but do you know what when you said that on the last was it alex's alex's podcast? yeah this whole social media like on my social media i think i post like very rarely i probably snapchat more and it's just on my kids doing silly stuff but like look if you look at my instagram like i really stop because like don't snap the moment live the moment yeah like when you go to concerts and they're like yeah. dude enjoy it you're That's never gonna you're watch there. that video they're doing it for the people at home sitting like dude no yeah. you're never gonna sit there and watch that video and i mean it like dude sunny days wouldn't be special if yeah. it wasn't for rain like enjoy the rain like dude we like fuck up What's it called? I don't even know what they're called. An umbrella, dude. Enjoy the rain. Stand under that water. Go outside. It's fucking hot. Just enjoy the heat. Be like, dude, today was 105 when I left my house. This morning when I left my house, it was 105 degrees. And I was just like, nice. Hasn't been this hot in a while. Yeah, I'll be over it like in a week. But enjoy life. Like, just enjoy. Whatever it is, I don't care what you do. Be it golf, pool, you know, I'm thinking the stuff that my homies do. Scuba diving. Whatever it is, enjoy it. Like, live your life. To the people listening, like, I don't know you guys yet. I'd love to get to know you guys. I'm getting to know like listeners, you know, that I don't know. People I generally don't know. And they're telling me like, oh, dude, it's motivational. Alex's episode was motivational. Like, enjoy whatever, whatever it is you do. Enjoy it. Life's not hurting nobody or doing anything wrong. Like, dude, enjoy it. Life is short, man. Okay. Life is short. I'm fucking 30 years old. I remember being like, I'll never be that old, man. Now I watch that Simpsons episode. Somebody, uh, George Vargas was like, do you watch the Simpsons? I had it in like fucking six, seven years. It's on FXX, I think. And I saw that episode where, like, his dad's telling Homer, like, dude, one day you're going to be old. And whatever's cool. Yeah, whatever's cool now is going to be uncool. And what's uncool now is going to be cool now. And he's like, I'm going to be rocking forever. It's going to be weird and scary. Forever. All these fucking young coworkers I have, they're all wearing high waters. And that's a cool thing to do. I got, not bullied, but like, ah, high waters because my parents couldn't afford to buy me new pants. And now that's the trend. And I'm like, what the fuck's going on? Like, I don't want to be cool. I just want to be me. Yeah. But. Enjoy your life. If that makes you happy, high waters makes you happy, like fucking wear high waters. But man, life is short. I'm 30 years old and it's like, it's been a snap of fingers, dude. My daughter turns four in a few months and I can't believe how fast it's gone. Life's 10. Life's 10. I just had him last year. It feels like. It feels, that's, 
It's a blur. So yeah. those those are my those yeah. are my three. Just because right now, I'm sure like if you were to ask me next episode, they'd probably change. But that, those three have been like, I, I push myself. I'm very hard on myself lately. I like I don't think I'm accountable because I have terrible discipline. But I'm just trying to be better. Like okay. Eat better, you fat fuck. <laughs> Eat better. You're going to start recording this? like We're at the time. I mean, video recording? Dude, you know what else I thought about? Like, what's kind of cool, and I know this is not your reason for doing it, but, like, just, you know, people pass away. Yeah. And, and that's, that's now, that we're, now that we're getting older, like, everyone's starting to answer their 30s, it's like we're starting to see more and more people pass away that are young. Like, even people living the life in bad situations, dude, they, there's a lot of people we went to school with that are not here. In their twenties, dude, like that's that's insane. And like now, it's just like all we gotta do is take care of ourselves. So it's like, dude, we just gotta do better and, and eat better and just like be around for our kids. But like, all just like what I was getting to was, dude, like if I'm not here next year, God forbid, you know, things happen, whatever. Um, like my kids could come and listen to this. Yeah. Like how was my dad? Like oh, I wish I could have a conversation with them. Like this is literally just a conversation between me and you that someone can eavesdrop on. So like if anything ever happens to me, my kids will have this thanks to you. Like that, I don't know if you've ever thought about it like that. I, but I no. I, that, that's one of the things that that hit me. Like dude, um, I thought about it in a different way. Like, well, I mean, uh, go Anthony go. Lopez. Yeah, his brother-in-law. Rest in peace, Omar. Um, I knew Omar from the mobile homes, and his brother Louis, his older brother, my brother's age, he just passed away, and like he posted that, and I was just like blown away. Like, like he was at Anthony's wedding. He's always on his Snapchat, like, and he's gone. Like that blew my mind. Like, dude, I like, didn't know that. Yeah, because uh, I, I was actually sister, messaging his sister, his older sister's husband, and just shit. Dude, like, I, I made sure to reach out to him and be like, dude, hey, you know, I know it sounds cheesy, but, dude, I meant it. Like, hey, dude, the Mork family, like, if you need anything, like, I'm here, dude. We love you. Like, you know, thanks for being our friend. Like, anything, like, like let us know. Hey, like, you know, I'll keep you in my prayers and, again, religion, whatever, vibes. I think it's all the same thing, but a different language. Different language. A different, lot of it, like, yeah. religion is all the same shit, and it's just a little slightly different altered. I think it's... It's all one thing, but just everyone played telephone along the way. But yeah, dude, like just dude, that just it blows my mind. Like, God forbid if I'm not here, hey, they have this to listen. Like, how was my dad? What would he want me to know? Like, what did he stand for? Like, I think I've covered all of it. I think I'm. You're missing, doing great. I'm missing one quote that I haven't Throw said. Throw it out and, there. And this is kind of like what you said for your dad. And I think one of the uh, one of the law enforcement friends, like. Uh, from Covina like he's seen like we're a young family and he had a young family and he you know it didn't work out for whatever reason you know law enforcement is really stressful and sometimes the relationships don't work out but he gave me the best advice and he just said never stop dating your wife so I was just like oh man cause like dude you can take advantage of someone so easy like oh she'll wash the dishes She'll cook. She'll clean. Like, she's going to take care of everything. Like, never stop dating your wife. Like, so your dad is still, like, I'm sure he still brings her flowers. Like, look at yeah. Flowers, dude. I try to bring her flowers any chance I get. Like, just never, never stop dating. Especially, like, in the social media. Like, freaking people trying to slide in the DMs all the time. Dude, just 
keeping that person, keeping that person. So, like, true testament to your dad. I'm sure he does the little stuff still, like, when they were he younger. Does. Yeah. So, like, those are the three things, like, quotes for me. Probably right. It's probably going to change, just like you, but, yeah, it's just good stuff. And, you know, that way, again, if anything, we have this. My kids can listen to this. It's, it's dope. Super mm-hmm. dope. Uh, thank you. I mean, there, there's a, I get asked, you know, why you do this? Why are you doing this? Why are you going to do this? And there's a lot of reasons. Now looking at it, like, I'm going to do, I want to do this for so many reasons. Like, I saw Yassad actually, like, right after his episode dropped, like, a week after, at Progress. And he was like, bro, what we do number two? And I'm like, that's what's <laughs> up, you know? Like, th- that's, that's th- that right there. Like, <laughs> Creeper, th- hey, that's what's up, hey. Th- like, dude, this is cool. Like, I'm glad he enjoyed himself enough to want to do it again. You feel me? But, like, there's so many reasons why I want to do this now. This conversation, you know, it's everything like this. Like, dude, I can't wait to get everybody. Like, everybody that's been on so far, I want to get them back on again. But first, I want to get more people on just so they get to share their story. Yeah. You know? I want to get Rudy, Jerry. I've, I've mentioned it. You'll hear it in Alberts. And do a fa- you need somewhere, you're always welcome here, dude. Thank you. I'm, I'm here with my kid, dude. Garage, I have the patio, whatever, dude. And I support so, you 100, percent 110. percent The I I never thought about it like in that way, you know. I just thought like, I wonder if like somebody would want to come on here. Like you know, I had a friend that was um, terminally ill. Like he had he got really bad cancer, and he was just like, I wasn't working with him anymore. But he was like, you know, you get that work friend. Yeah, you. Are, there's always that one that you vibe with. Like even there's like a little group. There's one that you fucking vibe with. That yeah. was my dog. And so we, you know, I left that job. He left it, and I was working somewhere else. And people reached out to me, like, "Hey man, have you heard about so and so?" And I said, "Nah, man." And they're like, "I haven't heard from him in a while." You know, I, we we shoot the the text once in a while, but I haven't heard from him. And they let me know, you know, like this is his last week. He's leaving because you know there's nothing they could do here. So they're flying him back home. He was from up north, uh, Seattle. So he's, they're flying him up north, you know, so he could have his last. They're they're gonna do their best, whatever they can. But it's just make his last days come through. It's just gonna. They're doing. They're gonna do whatever they can. But this. And so we went. I, I told him like, "Yo, bro, what's up? You know, like I'm gonna stop by with some food. Let me know what you want." And I I, I realized why he wasn't messaging me, right? Like, because as soon as we saw each other, we just hugged and cried. And so we just talked. We just talked like. Maybe an hour and a half. I don't want to take up too much of his time, right? Like, that's my dog, but I know he had stuff to do. And a great friend, you know. Uh, my daughter had just been born, and he was asking to see pictures. He's like, bro, that's beautiful, dude. I can't wait to see her grow up. You know, he had that mentality, like, I can't wait to see her grow up, bro. Like, you're doing a great job, bro. Like, I see you on fucking... I won't post anything anymore, but I see you, right? He's like, oh, dude, just, just keep doing what you're doing, dude. Like, you have a beautiful princess. Like, don't ever stop fighting for her. And we just talked and talked and talked. And he gave me some great advice, you know, because homie shit. He told me, like, bro, I'm not going to make it. Like, I'm not stupid. I'm, and here I am. He goes, but I, no, and here I am. But he goes, not up here, dude. I'm logical. I'm sorry for those listening. Like, you know, he pointed to his heart and said, in here I'm going to make it, you know, like, because he's giving it his all. But he pointed to his head, like his brain, saying, like, I know I'm not. You know, like, dude, this is bad. Like, the... I don't remember the type of cancer he had, but the survival rate was less than 1%. And they caught it late. 
so it was less than half a percent. And then it was already like I don't know what it's called, like stage four, stage four terminal. And so it was like it was, dude. I'm just he goes. I was like, you know, I'm hugging them, fucking crying with him, telling him I'm so sorry. He goes, don't be sorry for me, man. I'm getting to say goodbye to everybody that I love and that loves me. Some people fight with their wife this morning and they go out and die, and the last memory they have is them fighting. He goes, I, I, I'm not gonna go down like that. I'm gonna get to say, I love you. Every person I say, their last words they're gonna remember me by is I love you, and they're telling me I love you. He goes, when you leave. Don't say anything else. Just tell me that you love me. And, you know, it was just, I don't know if it's selfish of me to think, like, I wish I could have recorded that. Because I wish I could have heard his voice one more time. You feel me? And I, like I told you, I'm not religious, man. Not anymore. I mean, that's a total conversation for another day. And that's one of the reasons why I'm becoming a better person. Because I realize we only have one life. And in my mind... I, I don't mean to disrespect to anybody listening or to you or anything like that. But in my mind, like, there is no afterlife, at least to me. So if I fuck up with somebody or, like, I leave a bad taste, you know, like, that's that's it. Like, I'm never going to be able to see my friend again and tell him I love him again, you know. Because that's not what I think or I believe. So I would have loved to hear his voice one more time and tell me he loves me. And me hear him, you know, sorry for crying, but to tell him I love him too. And so I think, like... Let's say I I hope nobody you know and not anytime soon but I lose somebody that I do a podcast with I'll be able to go back and listen to it and at least hear their voice one last time because I've lost four friends and I wish you know that I could hear them say anything one last time like that quote says it's a girly quote but says I wish I haven't had a a telephone you know because I I tell myself one of the reasons I'm doing it like the same thing. My daughter's going to get to hear me, you know. She'll be able... How am I going to tell my daughter, like, you know, when I die, mommy, that's it. Like, I'm not going to tell her that, obviously, because I don't believe in a heaven. I don't believe in a hell or an afterlife, whatever you want to call it. But, you know, how is she going to... How do I tell her? I know, Mija, like, you're going to... One day we'll be reunited, like, if that's not what I believe. And I, I'm one of those people who say, you shouldn't lie to children. And I'm not going to lie to her because I'm not going to tell her, like, when... But what... How old is she going to be when she asks me, like, what happens? You know, like, I, God forbid, I don't believe in God, but I'll still say that because I don't know, you know, I'm not, I'm human. I, I, I have different thoughts at different times. I say, what is she going to, somebody, she loses somebody. I, I hope not, you know, because I don't want her mom's family to lose anybody on there. So I don't want my family to lose anybody. But if somebody is gone, like, oh, when am I going to see them again? You know, like, how am I going to break it down to her that in my eyes, like, that was it. And, so to be able to have this for her is, you know, that's why I kind of, one of the pushes that was like, dude, I'm a different person than when I was at 22, 23, 24, even two years ago, a month ago, I'm not the same person, but she'll be able to see, like, my dad was trying, my dad was doing what he could. And so when I thought about, you know, like this whole, like you said, like, your 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 kids will be able to listen to it, that, that's how I thought about it, like, I wish I could, you know, I don't want anybody to go through anything, but say 30, 40 years from now, some of us won't be here anymore. Maybe I'm not here anymore. I'll be able to play it again and just be like, dude, I remember that night. Whoever it may have been, you know, that was one of the ones that, I don't know, say I get a studio, that was my first one at the studio, or my third one, or I remember that night because he was so excited because he just opened his business, whatever, you know, just revisit those memories and just 
enjoy it because, I mean, life isn't easy. Life's not fair. Life's not fair. That's why I've been teaching my kids. Again, like, that's why I can leave this. And you, I mean, like your daughter can listen to like, I hope I hope you do this forever. Whatever you want to go to, I know you're saying you want to parlay it into something, but just keep doing this just for fun, just because you want to. And like you're leaving like a freaking, like a diary of sorts. She can just listen back to it. That's just, that's crazy. So, I don't know. We can dedicate this to your friend for sure. Yeah. Life's short, dude. We just got to. Smell the roses. Yeah. Like you said, dude. It's crazy. Damn. I didn't think we were going to get this real. For real? (laughs) Yeah, it's just... just... I know. Forget the golf stories. All that's just noise. I'll go ahead. No. I don't think... I don't know, dude. I just... That that was good. That was good. That was real. You want to wrap it up? This is what it's about. Yeah, man. This is what it's about right now. And... This isn't a self-help podcast, but um, you know, I'd like to give the, the listeners a little words of wisdom. You know, I've had so many different types of people, and I will continue different types of people. But just give them some words of wisdom, some advice that, you know, you had three great quotes, or you have a bunch of great stories, quotes. It's been real fun, Ozzy. It was nice catching yeah. up with you. That was good to see you. But, I'll still um, invite you to our party still. Yeah, appreciate plenty, it. Plenty of them. Yeah. Thank you for doing that. It was fun when we came. Yeah, for any time, dude. I'm telling you. You know where I live. I'm here for the majority of the time, all the time. So you're invited any time. And I don't know, man, just like, I know you're not religious. And I never want to, like, impose it. But, like, you know, that 1%, like, that 1% is where you have to have faith. And that's what religion is. It's faith. Yeah. Like, you have to go throw the logical, everything out there, and just sometimes you just have faith, and sometimes he'll be that 1%. So, so, I mean, unfortunately, I mean, we dedicate this podcast to him for sure. Yeah. Rest in peace, Fernie. Um, Rest in peace, Adrian, Sonny, Juan, Stretch. Like, those are my boys, dude. Like, I, I, I'm, I'm not a crier. Like, I've, up until I was like 25, I cried four times when, no, well, three times when those, three guys passed away then the day my daughter was born i cried like all night just happiness but it was crying like i don't cry i'm not like a macho man but i mean i just don't cry not in my nature and then i just cried and cried and cried because you know your last friends and then with this last one it was tough because full of life dude like i don't like comparing people to other people but you know one of those people that just brines up a room smile all the time like could have the worst day at work and still be smiling dude just another day at the office fucking got dumped and be like she deserves better like it was always like he was always it was just it's beautiful soul man it's good man i don't know like just for me again i i do believe that i think you're gonna see him again and i think one of the times they come visit you and i hope you i hope this i don't know maybe like if you ever have a dream about him they say like hey that's your friend coming to visit you so i hope you have a dream about him soon to let you know he's proud of you just like we all are so I don't know. Words of wisdom. I don't know. I think I laid it all out. But, you know, we have other stories maybe for another time. But I don't know. That 1%, you know, there's always this logical side. But then you just had to have faith in something else. And, you know, that sometimes it's God, good vibes, universe, whatever. Again, same thing, different language. I believe in it. Doesn't mean you have to. Doesn't mean everyone else has to. But 
I respect it, man. Yeah. I, I was religious for a long time, so I always, I always, I don't back it up, but I just kind of like I respect it because I don't think people are dumb, like for li- living the way that li- that style. I just think I don't know. We've all had different experiences, you know. I was religious and left religion, so I know what it is to be religious. So I'm like, dude, I used to pray every night. I used to wake up, and the first thing I did was say like a thank you prayer for you know another day. So I I know the life, and I mean, I. I know they have a bad rap, like you said, Christians, a lot of religions, but you're one of the good ones. I mean, there, there's a lot, but you're, you you lead by example. You don't lead by, like, people don't know you're Christian. They know you as a good person that happens to be a Christian. Yeah. You get uh, me? Yeah, and it's just, it's all faith. That's why it's called faith. You just Aside from logic, something happened, like, why me? Why did I get to live? Whatever. It just, you had faith, and that one percent gets it like there's no other reason like dude like legally or whatever someone should not be making it this far but yet they did you know for whatever reason faith whatever you know call it what you want but yeah that's it i mean sometimes you just gotta have faith and you know when you're broken and crying out and you know things start getting better it's not good times and the bad time you just gotta have faith in that that's it. I'll pull you through. I've been through some shitty ass times, yeah. so that helped me. If it does or does not, hey, I'm still a good person. Leading by example, I don't have to, you know, say like, hey, this is the way I live my life, and this is the way you have to live your life. Just hey, I I have faith. God will take care of me. You know, like you make a good family, a good wife. I'm, I'm very grateful. So that's it. Sometimes, again, I guess that's it. Just gotta have faith. Sometimes everything's gonna be all right, and things get better, and certain people are in your life for for a reason to teach you things and you know you will see them again and i believe that i appreciate you ozzy you're a great soul as well thanks for coming on yeah thanks for listening we'll see you next time yeah crazy right yeah little little good episode (laughs) i really enjoyed that one um make sure to follow ozzy's uh business page on instagram you could find it by looking up turn two as in the number two but not spelled out the actual number. Uh, turn to Woodworks. Uh, you can follow the podcast on social media, on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube by looking up the Cool Kids Table Podcast. And on Twitter, it's under the Cool Kids Pod. The official website for the podcast is the Cool Kids Table Podcast.com. Thanks for listening. See you next time.